advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. Not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Long time no see. Hello. It's been a while since we recorded. Uh huh. Yeah. But we're here. Yeah. We're back. But I really think about it. It feels like it's only, I mean, feels like it was just yesterday. Like just like 10 minutes ago. 10 minutes ago. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Right. It feels a bit like I, I went and took a piss. Mm hmm. I just like ran back down. Yeah. yeah. We all got pissed. Some, got we some went, snacks went and pissed together. Got some snacks. Yeah. yeah. Got some cocoa in our For the system. record, we, we crossed yeah. the streams. No, we didn't. No, yeah, we didn't. No, we didn't. I thought about it. Let me lie to the people. <laughs> we know you thought about it. Oh yeah. yeah. There was a there I was like your guys' There was like some tint. <laughs> there was like a, <laughs> there was some tint. Do you ever notice that? Like there's like tint material hanging from the door. Like if we walk through it, like yeah, or, like he thinks it's in the tint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a makeshift. It's uh, not gave it in the uh, tent. Uh, that's true. That's what my grandpa always said. Uh, Speaking of crossing the streams, I still haven't seen the new Ghostbusters. Mm. The women one? No, no, not the women. Oh, that one's terrible. Uh, it just, I, it, I not because it's women. Ones. It's just terrible. It just isn't anywhere. Um, I, just, I yeah, I don't know where you can watch. It. Let me look it for you real quick. I, I'll be. I didn't care for it. I didn't. Like you watched it? it? Yeah. Hmm. What's it called? I'm, Afterlife? Yeah. I'm close. not expecting it to be great, but I just want to watch the new yeah, Beavis. I can't and believe Butthead they ruined. Some, I mean, you got to watch it. The new Beavis <laughs> and Butthead was pretty great. I had my son watching the Cornholio clip. Fucking the SWAT team. Fucking jail. No, it's the oh from the, the old one. when the SWAT team yeah okay. when the SWAT team uh-huh. went after him. It's kind of everywhere. It's on Hulu, YouTube Premium, Sling, uh, Sling TV, oh, it's Amazon, on Hulu now? Amazon Prime. Okay, yeah. Last time I looked, Philo, YouTube, Google Play. What the last time I looked, it was those? still on Pay Everywhere. You saw the Pay Every Play. Well, well, it says Hulu pre- Premium subscription, uh, Amazon Premium subscription. I never know. Sometimes it says I think Amazon. it's like I think it's well, on everything's Showtime on Amazon, but it's yeah. on like some. I think right now it's on some random pay service, Probably so it HBO. shows up on Hulu and Prime because you'd have to pay for that extra yeah. service. Help yeah. me out here. I fucking find shit on this all the time. So if I hit like, wa- I'm gonna hit watch on it right now, and it opens up an Amazon page. It says, "How do I watch this?" It comes up with that all the time. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I click yeah, that, weird. and it says that you have to go to Amazon, actual uh-huh. Amazon, and then buy it. Yeah, and then it'll play inside your Prime Video app. Yeah, then you can go back to the Prime app. Yeah, because you haven't bought it. It's we have to go. Be in your you can't buy it right here. Come on, Amazon. No. What the fuck? I no. can't buy it right when I click on it. I can't watch it in no, my Amazon. No, because they want right you to go to Amazon and buy something else. Possibly while you're at it. Yeah, yeah. maybe while you're there. So, buying that but movie, then if you go, but you can't just else. go there. It says like here. It says how do I watch this movie? Rent or subscribe at Amazon.com to watch in the Prime Video app. Dismiss. Take me there, motherfucker. Just take me to the link. I want to watch yeah. this movie, right? Isn't that a That's song? That's just fucking bad. That's a bad idea. So then I go over to Amazon and I type in fucking whatever the movie is and look for it. And hey. it's like, then it's there, but there still wasn't a buy or rent option. That's I'm our like, new navigation service. Take me there, motherfucker. Me there. I'm going to yeah. fucking look it up. Yeah. 
TakeMeThere.com? Mm, no, no, Take I, Me I, There, motherfucker. Well, I'm going to look up Take Me There. I'm, I'm sure that exists. But I'm Take Me There, motherfucker. No, see, I'll now you're add just motherfucker, soft. but I'm just soft. Well, That's some limb dick fucking domain shit I, right why there, you bro. Go, I just always going right to the dick. No. Just constantly. So I, I think you need I think soft. you need therapy or something. Cock therapy. Yeah. Oh, there it is again. again. <laughs> so Beavis and Butthead is worth watching. Yeah. It's pretty The new one? Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's a show, right? It's right now. It's a movie. Oh, oh you watched the new movie? It's out. Yeah, it's good. Oh, when, I didn't know it was out. Is I it in theater? Or Paramount Plus. Okay, I have Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. It's funny. Like because the because from what I heard, they did this movie to sort of bridge the the gap of time so that they could now do a TV show. Well, if people go watch the movie, then they're gonna maybe want to see the TV show. It's funny, man. I mean, I've all to me the best part of Beavis, Beavis and Butthead was always them sitting down watching the videos. Yeah, the narrative is always n- not quite as funny as that. So, with that in mind, I still love Beavis and Butthead, and this didn't have any video watching; it was just a narrative yeah. of them. But doing it's just stupid just shit. Fucking yeah. doing, you just you're just I'm just laughing the whole time. They're, They're so just fucking so dumb. stupid. Yeah, and it's so and uh, Beavis kind of has a little uh, little growth like Beavis. <sighs> Uh, That's a little deeper. <laughs> Beavis. Uh, you got a little deeper. deeper. Like, I don't yeah. even, I can't even. He's a, he's a, uh, Beavis. He, had a, <laughs> it sounds he, has a, he has a little bit of a narrative arc that goes on. Mm. Oh. But it's fully fitting, fully fits. It's great. It's great. It's a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Take hmm. me to, uh, take me there, motherfucker.com is available. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Big Black Coffee Co. Not available because I bought that motherfucker. Yeah. Nice. That's right. right. I got that one. Also not available. I bought that. Yeah. The Sasquatch. Can't get that shit either. I bought that. You bought that one too? I didn't buy it. I bought that. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) check. I bought that one. Speaking of I bought that, you need to go out there and buy that El Yucateco motherfucking hot sauce. That's right. You need to... uh, Put it on it. So I uh, you need to put some respect on it. So and my by tom- respect, we mean El Yucateco hot sauce because my tomato plant exploded. I mentioned. I don't know if I mentioned it, it on the air. Or I just told it really. to you. Kind of it just fucking it fell over. It's like massive. Hey, let me biggest, ask you this. Yeah, you weren't there. It fell over in its cage. Did it make a noise? Not that I heard. Yeah, but did it but make a noise? It's got uh, like most of my tomatoes. I grow small tomatoes. I don't grow like big beef steaks because then I get enraged when a fucking worm eats half of it. And I've been mm. watching it grow for months. Them fucking tomato worms are nasty. They're fucking gnarly, dude. Yeah. So I'm grow the like this particular bush is growing like cherry tomatoes that are like really long. They're like halfway between like a cherry tomato like aroma? and aroma. Yeah. Not as big as aroma, but they're bunch of them were red. Picked them. They're like uh, Vienna tomatoes. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> Picked them yesterday. And then this morning for breakfast, I just had avocado toast with those tomatoes sliced on it. With some I fucking love avocado toast. Fucking I know delicious. that's some bougie ass fucking trendy so shit. Good, Especially I like, love it. I, I like avocado toast. But if I have avocado toast with like tomatoes I just picked ten minutes ago, mm-hmm. it's just fucking next level good. Yeah, so I had some and I wanted more sweet. tomatoes and I I cut one in half and just put one dab of black on it. Mm-hmm. I just kept eating them. Yeah, man. I just kept cutting tomatoes in half, putting a dab of black on it. It's so perfect. Just like the sweetness of the tomato. Like and the homegrown tomatoes, they almost taste like garlicky. 
Hmm. There's like this extra umami flavor that you don't get at the grocery store. And it was like that that's merged with that's the smokiness. Yeah. And the, oh, fuck, I've so been eating good. a lot of garlic and I went over there and seasoned them. Oh, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. Nah. Well, hey, if yeah. that's what's keeping the fucking. I blended it in the soil. Like if that's what's keeping it. the fucking it's clean when it tomato out. worms yeah. out, then keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Yeah. But no, I, I was a new discovery for me. It was just fresh picked tomatoes with oh, you could. I went through black. a fucking so phase, delicious, dude. When I was like sixteen or seventeen, I fucking ate tomato sandwiches like mm. fucking crazy. I think it's we were poor. It was cheap. It was just toast, I just toasted like wheat tomatoes. bread, mayo with tomato, salt, and pepper. I ate That's the. Great. I yeah. ate it until the roof of my Ooh. mouth. That's great. Was fucking tore up from eating toast. Like yeah. it fucked me up. I Avocados. Loved, I probably would have put like, lettuce on that. Yeah, I just didn't. It was just easy, man. If avocados, like if guacamole is made really good, I can eat it. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can, it's more about texture for me. Sure. But I can, I can eat the guacamole if it, if it's done right. I, I just don't like it. You and ever been to a restaurant where though, they make it right there table side? Yeah. No, I can eat some yeah. of that, but I don't choose to. Like it's right. not, it's not something I want. Like I'd rather just put beans and cheese on my, or beans avocado's and rice weird, on my man. chips. Like, like sometimes I, it's great. And when it's yeah. not, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's like cantaloupe. Yeah. It's, it's either like fucking weird. really good or shit. No, if it was like cantaloupe, it'd be gross all the time. That's like no, the only no, food. No, my, no, that's no, the only no. food I don't like. Cantaloupe. No. Yeah. But if you had a good cantaloupe, I don't See, think so, man. I don't maybe never had one. He's maybe never had Here's the thing. I've had a honeydew. Nope. I've had a good cantaloupe so rarely. That I just blanketly dislike cantaloupe. Yeah, I nah, see, I love a good cantaloupe. Yeah. See, that's because I've had a honeydew good just doesn't come up. I, I said that was the only thing I don't like. And then you immediately said you like honeydew. I said no, but it's very similar. Because it's very cantaloupe. Yeah, it's the same. Because it's, it's terrible. Melting. But I it's either fucking terrible. I like watermelon. Because really wait, the good. honeydew is the green one, right? Honeydew is like yeah, yellow green. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a big cantaloupe. But, but the, the cantaloupe is smooth. just like yellow orange. Cantaloupes, cantaloupe, cantaloupe, yeah, cantaloupe is orange. The fruit itself, yeah. yeah. No, I like the green one. I can eat that. Honeydew. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a white watermelon. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I it's like a, the one. sweet part of the rind, like yeah. part, yeah. I feel like it's some bullshit fruit salad filler. Like, get the fuck out of here and just give me pineapples and grapes and shit. I don't want that. Mm. Like, it's just not good. It's always with breakfast bars and yeah, shit. Yeah, the get the cantaloupe out of the fruit salad. Mm. If you make a fruit usually, salad, and you put honeydew in it. I'm okay with. Well, it. usually, like, if you Maybe, buy a pre-made. Uh, like fruit tray and it has cantaloupe on it, it's going to be garbage. Yes. The the only thing that's going to be good on it is the strawberries will be halfway good and the pineapple will probably be okay. Yeah. Like, but cantaloupe right. will be shit. The grapes will be small. Like it's fucking garbage. To me, best fruit salad, fresh pineapple, uh, banana, blueberries. Bam. You know See, I worked at a fruit wow. stand though when I was young. Yeah. So you get the fucking good, uh, like, you get the fucking good shit. Yeah. yeah. You, oh, I had the good shit, dude. Maybe. I've had my, really my dad good used cantaloupe. to put salt on cantaloupe, salt mm-hmm. on watermelon, uh, okay. salt on green apples. Like yeah. I had a lot. Yeah, of that's that. Up. That's yeah. a generational thing. Yeah, my like fuzzy that. used to do that. My old boss Lee used it brings to do the, that. Brings the flavor out. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I uh, mm, I don't know though. Yeah, I just I just don't care for cantaloupe. Unfortunately, you know what's fucking great though is pineapple with green El Yucateco. That fucking shit is good. And really? Caribbean yeah. and triple X. Yeah, I mean it's such a weird merger of like synergistic. I don't know, man. It's fucking good. I haven't had it in a while, but I remember going, I wonder if that'll be good. And I just did it. And I was yeah, like, it is amazing. Good. Yeah, I can see it. Can, or, uh, pineapple goes with a lot of spicy yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude. Hot like, sauce on pineapple is yeah. fucking good. Huh. good. I don't know if it belongs there, though. Mm. I don't know. I, you know, that's kind of like, like pizza. Into the debate, you know, of like whether or not yeah. pineapple belongs on shit. What? Pineapple really doesn't belong on anything. Except for pizza. Eh, I'm going to say negative. No, no. I gotta finish. No, no. I need to finish my website. No, 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 no. no. not in my house. No, no. 
So um, uh, Modern Grub, another yeah. new sponsor, local sponsor. Yep. So if you don't live where we live, sorry, you're missing out. Because you are fucking missing fuck out. You off. are missing out. It's delicious. Because I, I like it like this. <clears throat> fuck off. Brad just went upstairs and there's a in his meal kit there was a big ass it says brownie it looks like it's a brownie. piece of goddamn chocolate cake it's, it's, it's brown no it's brownie that motherfucker's it, like dense, four by four dude it's, it's like dense. a four it's like a four by four right it is yeah, yeah. it's about a four by four and yeah. we discussed it it could go it's probably meant to go for the week I think you're supposed Be to cut that and then yeah eat it for a week. because I took a bite of it because I'm interested like I was like I, I you know I don't like keto stuff like usually keto or gluten free shit gluten free shit. And all their stuff's gluten free. It says yeah. so. It's it's gluten free, and usually ninety nine percent of the time, gluten free shit is fucking terrible. And I don't know how not, you can tell gluten free shit's terrible. Well, lots of things are gluten free just by nature. It, it's it just yes, have gluten yeah. I'm talking about made things, to be. Yeah. like you're trying to make cake and you want to make gluten free cake, right. or you're trying to make pizza dough and you, and it's some cracker ass crust, right? Some bullshit, mm-hmm. some fucking cauliflower, <laughs> fucking fuck off crust. Right. You know, it's that funny, cauliflower shit. pizza has more carbs. If you go to the grocery store, <laughs> a cauliflower <laughs> pizza has more carbs than a DiGiorno yeah. pizza. Doesn't have, like, have, have gluten yeah. though. Doesn't yeah. have gluten though. Yeah. So, so um, people have an intolerance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have my nephews intolerant yeah. to gluten, and it fucks them up like real bad. Yeah. So I get it. Uh, but for me, I can eat gluten. Right. So I don't. I like to eat gluten if I can mm-hmm. because it tastes better. But in this case, in this case, this thing is gluten free. It's keto, and fucking, I took a bite of it, and I was like. Fuck, this is actually fucking. It tastes like a brownie. It tastes like a brownie. Yeah, it tastes like a brownie. I did get a little like almond flowery like thing, but you said it's cold. It's It's in the refrigerator. I bet if it wasn't cold. Yeah, yeah. If it it set out, uh, man, but the flavor was actually really good and it was so rich. You could just eat a bite or two and be satisfied. Uh, So I see how that works. Like, that's what I was talking about. It, 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 uh, you have a meal, you eat one of the meals, and then uh, you know just take a couple bites, and that would satisfy your chocolate craving, your right. sweet craving, because it's fucking rich. And then Dave, Dave fucking, broke that thing wh- whips that, out a cookie. I want that thing. That thing was good. <laughs> it was a vegan uh, peanut butter chocolate chip oatmeal cookie, and yeah. uh, I, it wasn't right what it wasn't what I expected. No, like it, I was looking no. at, it, I was like, "This looks good." I'm, you know, this looks good. It looks like a no bake kind of yeah. a thing. And my grandpa and, used to make. Uh, something similar, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm sure it's different because this one's vegan, but he would make a chocolate oatmeal, like fucking just plop cookie, you know, like, and it wasn't really uh, baked. Right. Um, And it, it looked similar yeah. and it reminded me of my grandpa right away when I saw it. No, but I took, like, I literally, I took, I, I took a bite of it. I broke a piece off, put it in my mouth and like, it was so good that like the linguistic center of my brain wasn't working. <laughs> like, I, I was, he did. I yeah, was his like, face did like I that. was like gobsmacked. I yeah. was like trying to think of something to say, and my brain well, was like, "Shh." Because honestly, shh, for you, no words. Just enjoy it. It's it's because it's it's like far far yeah. from between when Dave gets a new treat. Like, oh look, this new thing I just discovered that right. I can have. Yeah, you've oh, got so your go tos. I'm sure we're like, oh, I know I can yeah. have this thing that I yeah. get at this place. Right. But for something new to happen for you, no, it's probably less often. Yeah, yeah, but it was. I took a pinch of it. It was fucking and, good. Yeah. yeah, and I did too. And it was really good. And we're not bullshitting like this. If you if you've listened to us for a long time, you know we're not. You know we don't lie about yeah. food. like Brad's food. A critic. Yeah, yeah. very, very, very. Fu- if it was garbage, I'd say it's garbage. Like it's it's the truth. Um, but I was very happily surprised. Like it's it's a uh, it's it's different. Um, be, but because it is, you know, when you're trying to change your lifestyle, you're trying to do something different. Um, there's going to be change. You can't right. eat the same stuff you're eating. You know, you can't go get your fucking, you know, milkshake from Starbucks, you right. know, uh, things have to change. 
Um, like I said, yeah, even, so if not, surprise, even if you're not trying to lose weight, like I said, even if you're just tired of Bakersfield summer, yeah, you can't cook and you shop, hate the heat. You don't want to fucking, you don't, you're short yeah. on time. You don't want to heat your house up. Like yeah. this thing is cheaper than fast food. Uh, yeah. and, and it's better. Get, it's better. And it's better and it's healthy. Yeah. Um, if, it's you, if ever you've wanted a chef to cook for you, this is it. Yeah, this is it. This is it. This is it. You have your own chef. Yeah. Like they're making you food. So check them out. The website is eat. Eatmoderngrub.com. Eat Go check it out. It is definitely worth it. The code uh, Sofa King. Sofa King will give you fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. That's a lot. Fifteen percent. That's a good. That actually, is a lot because that makes it. It was already money. cheaper than like some bullshit Carl's yeah. Juniors, and now it's actually yeah. cheaper. Now cheaper. Like cheaper. Yeah. Cheaper. Like we, cheaper. Yeah. yeah. The the discount code will knock off the price of delivery. Yeah. And then you don't have to fucking leave your house. So yeah. Go check them out. Cheaperchipper.com. Um, and go to podbelly.com uh, <laughs> to to look for other great podcasts that you can listen to. Um, and Brent will shout a couple of them out at the end of the show. And thank you for our patrons. Not if I have anything um, to do with that. You, uh, keep us on track. Uh, if you want to be a patron, go to patreon.com black slash podcast. Just for the first tier, for the $1 tier, you get in and you get our bonus episodes every single week. They're usually about 45 minutes long. Uh, we answer questions that the patrons uh, pose to us or don't on the answer Patreon them. app or don't answer them and talk yeah. circles around them or whatever. But we have a lot of fun on those episodes. They're kind of how we loosen up and uh, get, the, get the motor running. But uh, that's Patreon or uh, patreon.com black slash Podcast. At higher money, you get uh, the live More video things. feed. You get yeah. early access. You get... Sweet T-shirts and swag. And this last one was awkward, but, but Brad wasn't wearing pants. So yeah, yeah. But they can't see that. They can't see that. Well, the video feed, but it's below the yeah. desk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The term we have. Wait, you have, wait a minute. Yeah. What are you talking about? What no. the cameras are below the desk? No, no, the cameras are above the desk. Right. Oh. Your business was below yes, the desk. Of course. Yes. It just there was. Uh, I know, don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be unprofessional. Right. I mean, only three out of the four of us sitting around this desk were wearing pants at the time. That's right. There's four people. Well, just oh yeah. And she's not she's, wearing pants yeah, for she's sure. Not, she's a whore. So that narrows yeah. it down. Yeah, whore. <laughs> it's just for French fries. Yeah, yeah she's a whore. You ever met a blind fries. whore? Yeah. Yeah. I carry one with me. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I go. <laughs> and you can too. Yeah. Go to blindwhore.com. <clears throat> yeah. That'd be sweet to have like a witch, like an old witch, mm. you know, like whether she could do magic or not, you know, just look like an old witch and you just yeah. fucking had her with you. Like the one from Willow. All the time. Yeah. And somebody like fucked flies you, across like, the room. Yeah, you know, let that just fly. Have her give and she just starts lie. doing like a seance, yeah. like fucking. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fucking sweet. Where'd the cauldron come from? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So our topic today com. is uh, MTV. Um, it was uh, suggested by Andrea Chabot. Mm, I think it's um, Andrea Chabot. Mm, Andrea Chabot. Mm. We used to say Chabot. I'm pretty sure it's like Chabot or something. Yeah, her male name is Andre. They call her Andre Richard French. She bullies motherfuckers. She's a bully. But yeah, so she she suggested MTV, and I was immediately like, yep, that's a good topic. Let's do that. Yeah, I threw those out, and you're like, I'm good. I was like, I had a list of ongoing. (laughs) Yeah, you had me at Burt Reynolds and and MTV. You know why she likes MTV, though? Mm. Because she can't spell long words. Mm. That's why she just put right. that. Yeah. So I just it. said yeah. MTV. Yeah. 
She just that she had a lot she of other really with. great ideas, but she that was as, yes. that's as long yeah. as she could go. Yeah, she really meant something else, like that was fucking hard to spell. Just yeah. the phrase "long words." Actually, she's a mm-hmm. spelling bee champ. Like right. she won with Sarcomastigophora last year. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the term "long words," she just gets like weird anxiety about yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. like math anxiety, yeah. and she gets intimidated. It's like you and long dicks. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. It makes me ner- it makes me nervous, but yeah. I know I can do it because I've done it before. Yeah, yeah. So a whole lot of uh, MTV talk is going to be looking at how they launched, the impact that they had. I think. Um, Again, I think the reason this resonated with me is I am 100% the MTV generation. Yeah. Like I was watching live when the first broadcast happened. Like That's my mom, cool. my mom let, let us stay up late to watch it. I like to think um, I was there for it was that. more, I mean, more I was alive, but yeah. I don't know that yeah. that happened. It it's was, more, and because it was also like not many people actually had cable when that went down. Yeah, we so did to, have to cable. say that you saw it is like a kind of a rare thing mm-hmm. because it was far and few between of people that actually had cable, which is a weird thing to think. People didn't this, have cable. You know what, though? No, like, it was a big deal when this, you got yeah. cable back then. That that era is gone because, like, like I, I wasn't there at the, you know, the moon landing or, you know, the, the launch of MTV or, uh, you know, anything like that that was impactful. Um, but I did watch 9-11 right. happen on TV. Right, exactly. And, and now, like, uh, you know, nobody watches fucking... I mean, there are still people that watch news. There's an older generation that watches news still. The thing is, like, but, to be honest... TV, if some national know, It's like streaming. If some like, national tragedy happened that you had to tune in live... Nobody's... Like, I can't... I can't do it on my TV. I'd be on your phone. I mean, I'd have to yeah. like go to like CNN.com or I'd have to, you know, and you'd you know have to I mean? pay. You'd like, have and to I pay. would do, yeah. I would do it. I mean, my TV, I could probably, YouTube is probably going to have a live feed of what, but it, it's not like you just like big news happens. You turn on your TV, turn to the local yeah. networks and it's airing a on link. All if you would get a, something in your Facebook feed. You would click a link and it would take you there. That's right. what would happen. Right. Yeah. But um, I saw the challenger. I mean, that shit happened, man. We did yeah. through some shit. Yeah, my, yeah, even yeah, just shit. last week, my son was like, "Man, I wish I grew up in the '80s." I was like, "It was pretty dope, bro." It was yeah, pretty, pretty dope. dope. I guess if it um, was real, it'd be cool. And when I really thought about MTV, when I really thought about MTV, and I realized, like at the time, you had radio. Yeah. And radio yeah. was all local, so it was only like you know I you know I used to buy. Fucking KKXX, you know, bro. I, I bought a, a boombox <laughs> that? that specifically had like better antenna capabilities so LA. I could try pick to pick up over. stations from Detroit. Yeah. yeah you could get an um, FM booster for your really car. fucking dope yeah. hip hop. It's kind of like power, like power 106 in LA. Right, you know, like right. different, you get different shit. But to think about the fact that like, so there's music everywhere and it's all local DJs and whatever happens to be playing and whatever. And all of a sudden, cable is there, and it, it's potentially everywhere. It wasn't everywhere quite yet, but it's getting everywhere. Um, and our where we lived, we were like very early adopters in cable. Like I was lucky that we had cable. Yeah. Very My dad early. was an electrician, and someone like offered to get him in on like the ground floor of like uh, cable TV, and he's just like, "What?" Is, I, don't I have know. a question. Why are they still putting satellite radio in cars? People do it. Fucking man. garbage. It is garbage. Like, it is the worst. Yeah, the fucking worst. Yeah. If I had some crazy ass job where I was regularly driving where there's no internet connection, then satellite radio would become worth Maybe, it. Maybe, but it's almost just like the radio now. Yeah, it's true. like it's like oh, you find oh they cuss on this channel. Yeah, like it's pretty bad, man. But it got bad to suddenly have this national platform where we can run a radio station for the nation. Like that wasn't possible. And then to yeah. throw in music videos, so now you're going to feel closer to the musicians because you're watching them, not just hearing them. I mean, it just like in in retrospect, it just seems inevitable 
like if MTV didn't do it, someone was going yeah. to have done that in the next year or two. Right. Because once that techno, and I remember like back in the day, you would get this little fake wood grain black cable box that would plug into the cable, plug into the cable in your wall, then plug into your TV. And you still had your antenna for local stations. And then there were like, I'm being generous saying 10. There might have been eight channels and they were just little tab buttons and they were labeled on the box. It's like the eight it track was like cable. CNN, like fucking, I don't even remember Damn, what all they that. were. Uh-huh. And I, I had it and you would be there. And I remembered that MTV was like channel seven and you would just hit. I remember the distinct click. You'd run up and hit seven and the box would click and you'd go over to the cable. Mm. You'd go over to, to MTV. And once MTV was like buzzing and I was like my high school years, MTV was on in my house 24 seven MTV right. was playing mom would get home from work. She would watch the local news and then she would drink gin and go to bed and I would go back to MTV. I would usually switch to a local network that played mash at like 11 o'clock. And then I would switch to watch Letterman at 1230 and then go straight back to MTV. And it was just MTV, probably 20 hours a day. TV never turned off. Hmm. Just MTV in the fucking living room. I remember we had, uh, like, I'm old enough that we had UHF TVs. Like, I had one oh, in yeah. my bedroom. I had UHF, two, two VHF, knobs. I had VHF, yeah. UHF. And yeah. there was, like, 50 fucking four channels on one. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. And UHF was just the worst. 13 on the other. Yeah, you would just yeah. click, 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 click. <clears throat> Spanish crazy weirdness. Click, click, click. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Weird church channel. It's the TV radio. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, it was very like weird. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. didn't really know what channel even yeah. was. You just no, kept clicking just kept until clicking some shit came on. It was, like, fuzzy. They moved the antenna and shit. And I remember constantly having a butter knife and fucking with the back of the TV. Like my mom would always be like, "Where's the butter knife?" Uh, I think like, I was, I was screwing the, some shit yeah. to it, hooking trying the Atari VCR to it, correct. yeah, hooking yeah. the thing up to it, yep. messing yeah. with an antenna. Yep. I'd be making like antennas with foil and shit, trying to make better, like running that's, wires. That's funny. Our generation, like, and and I know we've talked about it before, but like, you're just a little bit ahead of Brent, and I'm right. just a little bit, and he's just right. a little bit ahead of me. Yep. And so mine, the you know, the cable just fucking plugged into the TV, and mm-hmm. you just flip through the channels. You right. know, like you, it got better because the TVs you know. became cable ready. Yeah, they became cable ready. You don't need a cable box. Yeah, my know? TV was so like that have, fucking old ass one I have in the lobby. Like we yeah. had that TV, you know what I mean? I, like, I, I mean, I had when I, I was when I was a you know young young kid. Right. Um, that's you know obviously that's what we had. You know, you watch the local the cartoons. TV, yeah. whatever, but I even remember know. like yeah, was the I mean, TV looking on the floor. at that that transition of technology, it's like even like fairly recently, you know, I used to if I wanted to run uh, Netflix or Hulu or whatever, I had to run it through my Xbox. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, or every you have TV, a fire TV or whatever. Right. But it, all of a sudden, every TV was a smart TV. Yes. So I didn't need the cable yeah. box. Every TV is You know, a smart it's TV, like yeah. now every TV just has yeah. the apps built in. You do your thing. But it's yep. like, that was like, even within a young person's generation, they yep. should have gone from, oh, I need my Xbox or this system yep. to do that to. And there was at know, that point, somebody right. has that, you know, like, oh, I had my, you know, I used this system to set up to do this on the TV. And, but now. And some people yeah. might. And. There's still um you st- if you have cable you still get a cable you have a box yeah you still get a cable box yeah. that has a remote that goes yeah. to it and especially yeah, yeah. if you've got a DVR yeah because it's going to have it because yeah. I know you can, have you can get box, without yeah. the cable box if you only have basic cable yeah. um but anyway so MTV launches um <clears throat> and even the notion of videos so the big bopper uh the musician from the 50s in a 1959 interview in British magazine he he was the first one to ever talk about a music video and he used to record because i think he saw like oh if i do a live set on 
the fucking Ed Sullivan show, like there's a spike in sales or whatever. So he started to record the equivalent started of realizing that the yeah. video was and trying know. to find networks or outlets where I might be able to play this thing to drum up records. It's a marketing thing. Yeah. yeah. A Los Angeles company in 1967, which was nine years later, started to make and it was a company that originally started to record that would do concerts. Mm. So if you wanted to Live do a shows, concert release, yeah. they would re- they would film it for you and then release it however. But they also started to do like five and ten and fifteen minute vignettes where you would just do a couple of songs either as a concert or just something, you know, you're walking by the lake and the music's playing and then yeah. we cut to a swan and fucking like whatever. So they started to do this and they started to um, basically install they would install TVs with these films on a loop in record stores. <laughs> so if you were in a record store looking for something, there's the a fucking TV in the on. corner, yeah. this brand new song with an act that you already know and you see the visual images and it would. So videos have like this bizarre slow start. Um, yeah. The Beatles did a lot really with videos, even though they weren't c- considered videos yet. You know, they did like hard days night and they filmed you know, movies that were half music and then sort of skits of music. And yeah, then they very started making early actual, music videos. Yeah. 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 And yeah. they, I think they saw the, the yeah. appeal of it. Um, I think even the beastie boys were, or not beastie boys. I'm sorry. Um, of course they were doing it. Uh, the, um, monkeys. Uh, no, the beach boys, oh, the beach, the boys, beach yeah. boys were kind of on the same tip too. They were doing, um, some stuff like kind of like yeah. the Beatles were doing. I can't forget. But the good first... call on the monkeys, though. Yeah, yeah. the monkeys. That was a yeah. that was a twenty two minute sitcom, and it would be like t- you know 15, played, yeah. fifteen minutes of a weird narration, yeah. and then the other seven minutes were like two songs yeah. of right. them running down a beach and chasing each other, and there's a monkey and yep. fucking yeah, you know yeah yeah. Because I remember that too. I mean, I know that's early, but like you still saw like stuff that was done early later, and on. those would be in even in rotation every so often yeah. on MTV. Yeah. Like, cause the monkeys, Old stuff would come, the monkeys yeah. started to rerun yep. on MTV yeah, and then yep. they would roll. That's, and that's probably where I saw it. I, I think yeah. I even seen that in the nineties probably. Yeah. I think you, it probably was the nineties yeah. maybe when the monkeys hit MTV. Yeah. I can't remember cause I watched, um, I want my MTV, the documentary, and that's a great documentary. If you're listening to this, I kind of want to see that. Yeah. It's good. Um, I don't know where you can watch it. Normally I watch it on like an Android ripoff app that lets you watch whatever, but, um, I did watch it and, uh, it was cool cause it did show, I can't remember what the song was right now. It's, it's escaping me, but they did the first music video, like like really like the first music video where they set out to do it like that, like a video. And they said that it kind of happened by accident to get like the weird, like, oh, now we're going to dress you up in this outfit. Cause they're like, well, I don't know what to do. They start and, making shit up. And they're like, mm-hmm. now you're in a weird outfit and you're on a horse and now you're over here and you're doing yeah. this. And they said that they sat back when it was done and they were like, the fuck did we just make? Like, this is yeah. some weird artistic, like, yeah, thing that we just did. Like, and you watch some of those '80s videos, man, because oh, there was yeah. no, They're there was rough, no language yeah. yet. Like, Dude, there was uh, no Devo, language. There was no Devo directors and producers. No, it was that were just writing like, how do I? It was so fucking Dude, bizarre. Whip it, Devo. Yeah. They were like, they told him, hey, we're gonna put cardboard cutouts of you in like fucking, I don't know, a thousand fucking record stores all over uh, the United States. And they're like, why don't you give us that money and let us let us make a music video. And so they did that weird ass old Western what fucking a whip it shit. Dude, yeah. Yeah. So fucking weird. I remember I loved that. That was a heavy songs, rotation yeah. too. Yeah. I watched the you fucking must I had, whip it. I had the yeah. fucking record. I remember having yeah. it with the four of them on yeah. with the fucking hats and shit. Mm. So oh, there man. was a, a network called Video Concert Hall. It was actually it started as a TV show that was on the USA network that would play at random times. And I remember watching this and it would play late at night. This is before MTV launched. And um Showtime also aired the show as did the armed forces network and they would take 
this handful of people who had recorded music videos and they would just play them on their show mm-hmm. over and over and over. Um, and, uh, that was, and I remembered watching that because I loved music videos before MTV started, but it, they were really hard to find. Yeah. They're like um, snuff films. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, I remembered watching Friday night videos on NBC and in my brain, we used to watch that before MTV came out, but it didn't come out until after MTV came out. So I must have been watching video concert hall. Yeah. Um, so my, my brain uh, flips it and flops it, but, uh, MMA eventually video concert hall kind of became their own network. Uh, even though it wasn't a cable network, I'm not exactly sure what it was. Um, but then as this is happening, we end up with, um, the later president of MTV and he tests a, f- a format with a 15 minute show called album tracks on WNBC, um, late at night and just shows videos and has like a DJ talk about them and plays them like yeah. that same basic format and, uh, kind of radio ish. Yeah. Like. Kind of. And, you know, saw the, the success of it. Um, and, like investors were all on board. They were like, this is great. Like we think we've got future here. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what they're looking for. I saw the thing. They went to like, uh, to Warner to like a group of fucking big ass table of suits around a round table trying to pitch it. And he said that it was like intimidating. And like, they were like, I don't know what this is. I don't know if this is going to be some shit that comes and goes. (laughs) And one of the executives went home and told his daughter or something. And she was like, and maybe showed her a video that they brought. Mm -hmm. And she was like, this is dad, like a little girl basically was like, dad, no, this is the next, like, my friends want to watch this. Yeah, we would this watch is this. all that we want this to watch. What we we don't care watch. about listening anymore. This <laughs> because you have to realize yeah. at that point, there was really no programming. Like, it was pre, like, no. there wasn't Saturday morning cartoons. There wasn't anything yeah. for fucking kids. There no, was there like, was still Saturday, Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, cartoons. they had was cartoons. Really? Yeah. I don't know. They well, had cartoons. Well, okay, so they have cartoons. Fucking... But for the age group of, like, teenagers, nothing. to like, there was nothing for that nothing. group of people. Like yeah, nothing. once you grow out of the cartoons, there was nothing to move on to. And that's really what it was. Cartoons to general hospitals. Yeah, and that's, yeah. And that's really what it was. Because when I when yeah. I grew up, like like it, it's gonna be you know I'm an '80s. I was born '82, but you know '90s was really you know late '80s, early mid '90s was like that was it. Mm-hmm. And so like you you think about the the legends and the game changers that came out in that time in the music videos. Yeah, they were they were stories. They were you know what I mean you have you have Coolio, Dangerous Minds. You know what yeah. I mean you have stuff like that. Like yeah. like that was a fucking story. Great, Great. you know yeah. like and and those things. Michelle Pfeiffer's in the video. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, you had uh, and then also you know after MTV you have BET. You know yep. which is like the Android to the Apple. Yeah. You know what I mean like yeah. and. You that that's what we watched. You know yeah. what I mean. You have fucking yeah. Sir Mix a Lot on there. You have all yep. these. Fu- you have, and that's that's you know it puts a visual uh, to the words. You right. know, so right. yeah, it's just it, it is really it, it was really game changing for for sure for the know? whole fucking culture. And it's yeah, like for everything. I mean the I mean like, rock music did, everything. You know, it we did our matter. episode on Madonna and we talked about the impact that Madonna had. We did our episode on Run DMC and we talked about the 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 fashion impact yes. that run dmc yes. had on hip-hop culture across the nation yeah that wouldn't have been the case of that i mean ll cool j with the kango hats and the fucking MTV. things like that yeah mtv was yes. what put that coast to coast whether yes. you were in california new york or florida yes you want you saw what madonna was wearing and you wanted to wear yeah. it you saw you, you saw the show unleashed adidas yes and you wanted they to wear showed those. that madonna yes. phenomenon it was crazy the girls on the street on that documentary watched. yeah 
where like she came out like crawling around in a wedding dress or some shit. Yep. And it was crazy because and girls are just walking around knew, in wedding dresses. Like she just yeah. was made for that fucking yeah, shit, man. She, she came out, but those girls are dressed just like her. Yeah, and they were like wearing shirts that said boy toy and they're like what's boy toy mean they're like i don't know you're like fuck you should wear that shirt (laughs) yeah they just did it because they thought she was fucking cool so they officially launch at uh 1201 a.m on august 1st 1981 um and the i have a link by the way to a youtube video which is like the first shows it it's like, it's like someone with a VCR hit record. Nice. Like well, they knew it was seconds. coming out. They knew, so, it, was yeah, they knew it was going to launch. Yeah. So they hit record 30 seconds before MTV started. And then the whole video is like the length of the cassette tape, right. which is just over two hours. So it's just the first two hours of MTV commercials. So there was, so, everything. There was I watched, so little cable TV. I watched TV. so much of that. <laughs> watched too much of it. Too yeah. much of it. There was so was little uh, cable TV availability at the time that even the executives for MTV, the people that were making Didn't MTV, didn't have it and drove 40 minutes to some bar to go yeah. watch the first broadcast at like, it was, it was late, right? What time was it? It was like midnight. It was midnight, yeah. midnight. So they showed up and uh, at this fucking bar and they watched it. And on the third video, it went off air just for a second or so, I guess. Like it went off air and then uh-huh. came back on. Um, but they said like, they're, I don't even know if anyone's even going to see this shit. But it was so cool because they were talking about trying to come up with the intro. And when they came up with the fucking moon, yeah. the rocket launch, like we're launching rocket launch. And that's all there. So like you thing. see the countdown, the yeah. uh, uh, space uh, shuttle launch. so perfect. Yeah. And then they showed the guy that had to get the, he's like, we need a logo. And the guy like, we need someone that's never been in, like they wanted people without experience so they could do their own shit. They're like, well, someone that's not been in TV. And so this guy goes to this weird little company and says, hey, we need a logo. And they had all these fucking things. And he shows them, like, they throw them out on the table. And he's like, no, 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 no. And there was a crumpled up piece of paper. One, they were like, no, they don't fucking want that. That's just some basic bullshit. Because it was just the M with the TV scratch yeah, on it. Yeah. And he unwrinkled it and said, this is the one. We want this. And they said, uh, what color or whatever. And they said, Get, just make some for me. So they made all these crazy ones. And he comes back like the next week or whatever. And they had all those wild ass zebra ones and hot yeah, pink yeah, yeah. ones and blue yeah. ones. And yeah, they're like, which one do you like? He's like, all of them. Let's do it all. And they're like, what? And he's like, I want all of them. Let's do them all. Yeah. And so that's when that logo starts. Out. It's like, pop, 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 yeah. pop. Yeah. And they said, it shows that we're always changing and whatnot. And it was fucking cool, man. It just worked yeah. out. Like, it's yeah. such an iconic thing i mean it's it's one of the most and even now like even ever. watching the fucking beavis and butthead do the well, universe I mean, yeah, that just yeah. came out a couple of months ago it opens with the mtv yeah. studios you know and opening and it's so the moon many, man dude. holding the mtv flag like that that was the launch yeah. and that's still what the yeah, I mean, production uh, flag jody jody high roller riffraff has big ass mtv, MTV? tattoo on no, his fucking he? neck yeah. yeah i mean and then like, one of the know. girls like that was doing all the marketing stuff she said i showed up and she was like i was a creative art director or whatever and i said okay so what are our colors and they said whatever you want and she was like what and yeah. she was like whatever i want and he's like have fun and yeah. just said go for it like yeah. just do what you want you and so that's why they got that style of all those mm-hmm. crazy ass weird zebra striped which ends. i can't which is perfect which for again, the 80s yeah you yeah know what problem I mean? that like, left such an imprint on the i mean they were picking up on the vibe that was already there but the then they're broadcasting stuff, yeah. it nationally the neon colors the crate like all that is yeah, i want to know how the that. fuck they did that that's like before there's photo i'm mean, gonna i do shit with photoshop and i'm like how did they do this back in the day they fucking had to hand draw all these yeah. fucking things mm-hmm. and take basically animation yeah yeah they were just taking like drawing it and pictures of it and fucking yeah. it was it was start what is it the uh, stop start animation yeah, like, stuff. yeah they did really cool shit where like the guy would like hit an axe pick and then yeah. it would crumble away and then something yeah, would happen. Yeah. Like, wow dude like the effort that would have to go into that graphics yeah. shit it was cool. and they cool. had computer graphics it was just very basic Man, super yeah. basic yeah. yeah 
So the very first video is Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles from The England. Buggles, baby. Um, and it's just a fucking great song. Yeah, one of the guys was like, I it's get the fucking, fucking chills so, today right now if yeah, I hear that fucking yeah, song. Yeah, dude. He's like, it's synonymous. Like every fucking time I hear that song. And, it's like, the, and the song came out in the late 70s, but like when I listened to the lyrics and I'm like, these motherfuckers were prophets yeah, writing this song. Because that song like is the perfect. whole thing is about the fact that video radio is, is dead. Yeah. It's all going to be video and all this. And I was just like, wow. And it's, it's a, yeah. even listening to the music, I'm like, it's such a precursor to modern electronica and trip hop. Like it's kind of like these sort of graceful yeah, they're talking female about, singers they're talking with about like sampling. electronica and like a distorted voice and yeah, sample. I'm like, this is fucking like, this is the seventies. They say they took your Jesus second Christ. symphony rewritten with new technology. Yeah. Like they're talking about sampling great. your shit. It was great. I was like, song, this could, yeah. you couldn't yeah. have picked a better fucking opening video for MTV. And it's still a great song. And then Dire Straits fucking knocks it out of the park. And that was a couple iconic. years later. Yeah. But that's but still, that's and I, I remember that being part of the launch, yeah. which is not an accurate memory. Right. Um, but yeah. I mean, that, so, that basically, um, it's like a radio versus a video battle. Yeah. For and sure. They, they just fucking killed sure. radio. They and killed radio. They killed radio. Dude. They literally yes. killed radio. And the first commercial set on that video is for these oversized trapper keepers, Superman two, mm-hmm. um, the new invention of Dolby sound system. Oh shit! And uh, fucking Mountain Dew, which I was very yeah, surprised nice. by, and I even remembered the jingle. Like I remembered yeah. everything about it. I remember tons of Seven Up commercials when I was little. I yeah. remember there's constantly oh, Seven there was Up a commercials, ton, yeah. yeah, and Pepsi commercials. Yeah, and then one of the VJs, Mark Curry came out and I don't even know what he was. It's a technology. I don't even know what he was talking about, but he was saying, he kept saying over and over this network works best. If your TV is connected to a stereo. So to get the most effect out of it connected to your stereo. And I was like, yeah, of course that makes sense. But then he said, you could write to this address, which was where MTV was. And they would send you a stereo dial sticker. So you could put it on your stereo to make sure that you were dialed in where MTV was. Hmm, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, hmm. I saw that in your was notes. Was this a radio is. broadcast to get it in stereo? That's oh, like weird. you could watch it on TV, but, but have a broadcast. Because I was like, I don't think that cable probably would have been in stereo at the mm-hmm. time. And there wouldn't have been an out in stereo from your TV. Man, so I typed in, I typed I in MTV radio and it's all dial sticker. Like fucking, fucking <laughs> shit. So I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Um, I remember they used to, they used to have stickers that you could get to put on your cable box. So you'd have an MTV sticker on button seven where MTV was, but I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about with that stereo dial. Um, but so yeah, the VJs, they're worth mentioning as well. They were like the early part of it. So the VJs, um, just like a DJ, a disc jockey, they were video jockeys. And I even remember like hearing that term and being like, oh, wow, they're VJs. Right. Like, fuck a DJ. <laughs> like, this is crazy. But there were, there were a group of them and they were picked, um, for their demographics. So there was, uh, Mark Goodman, who was sort of just a generic everyman that everyone would, would connect with. There was, um, uh, Alan Hunter, who was like the popular jock with cool hair. There was the black one, 
um, JJ Jackson, who was actually like a hardcore radio veteran who had been a DJ for years in New York on like black channels. Um, so he brought like some street cred. Uh, there was, um, Martha Quinn, who was kind of like a nerdy girl next door. And then there was, uh, Nina Blackwood, who was like the vixen. And even when they all came out in that first 10 minutes of MTV and introduced themselves, I had to laugh because it was like, it was just close ups of everybody sitting down. And then when it got to, to Nina Blackwood, the camera panned all the way back so you could see her entire body and outfit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, not a subtle MTV. It says right here, I never mm. saw the sticker, but I did have a splitter on my cable coax to go to 75 to 300 ohm um, to get the signal. I even used two VCRs, one to tune into MTV and feed it into the video input of the second, along with recording the output of the receiver that tuned in my NTV stereo signal. Jesus so somehow, right now they had so, FM receivers to have yeah. a coax. No, they up. had so TV had audio um, cable stations had audio tracks uh, going to FM uh, through radio and satellites at the time, mm-hmm. so you could actually tune in to the TV broadcast on radio if you couldn't watch it on TV. Oh, so, I see. So so what they had also be in stereo. Yeah, so they yeah, so they they had a stereo <clears throat> soundtrack available. But it was um, going through coax though. It, the the signal feed was still coming through coax to your FM. Yeah, I had a splitter. Yeah. Uh, I had a cable to, splitter you, one signal was in your coax, FM radio. Uh, so they would send that audio through through the uh, the coax. But then you had so. to dial to that. Yeah, the dial. Yeah, it was ninety ninety six point one megahertz uh, on your FM dial. But the Crazy. sticker's super yeah. elusive. It said the MTV sticker that may or may not have existed. Like, does anyone have evidence of the existence? Right. Of the it's sticker? A, they talk about There's it. There's a but picture maybe they never on a little thing, but they're like, yeah. does anyone really have it? Yeah. So within two months. Um, and the VJs, by the way, became a super huge part of MTV right now. They all have shows on satellite, you know, where they, they do top. Oh, wow. There's con- one on countdowns. Reddit. It's tiny. There it is on Reddit. Oh, little, wow. little tiny yeah. MTV sticker just goes on the line. Like, um, the VJs were all, and they, they were all, I, I'm pretty sure they were all DJs somewhere. Um, but I'm not, I'm not 100% No, some on of that. them weren't. It shows on that documentary. Like, some of what them were in did. an unrelated industry. And, okay. like, some of them did poorly in the auditions and shit. And they're like, we love you. Let's do this. Because they wanted to be able to do something different. And, I rem- and all of them were told by the producers, don't quit your job. Yeah, like, this might like not work out. And the thing is, it didn't matter anyway because it seemed like you were, oh, this guy does the 8 a.m. to noon block. And it's like, no, he recorded that in right. an hour on Monday. And then he Wasn't recorded really Tuesday. live. No, he recorded all that shit a week ago, you know, and then they, they just released it. But, um, and they, you know, they eventually became really important. They would like interview like the biggest musicians. They would go to concerts. They yeah, would man, do they all went this from stuff. just whatever to like literally. Yeah. Like superstars. They were stars yeah, themselves in their own sure. way. Pauly Shore, like all those people yeah. came from that. Yeah. I didn't even look up Pauly Shore in yeah, all Pauly of my Sh- MTV yeah. antics. There's so much, there's so much to fucking look up. It was hard to do. So the impact is huge. Within two months, record stores, um, were selling music. They were getting requests and ordering and selling music that they weren't anticipating because the record stores would typically listen to the radio. 
to hear what everybody locally was listening to and get that talk to the radio stations and say, Hey, what's on? Can you give us your, your rotation list? What's heavy? What's medium? What's light? That'll tell us what records to stock. All of a sudden they have people coming in and they're saying, you know, I want the new album from Duran Duran. MTV's deciding. And they're like, Duran Duran wasn't on the radio. I don't even know who they are. Right. And it's like, well, they're a British band and they're on MTV. MTV, it was slim pickings for music videos. They said that they would get like, but it was a bigger thing in England for some reason. Yeah. For some reason, the British had already adapted to it and started like making videos and they were already like you had boy george and like people were all dressed fucking weird and androgynous and they were already yeah. fucking had that weird style that was ready for 80s music videos yeah, so duran duran spandau ballet the kinks and culture club yeah. all had a bunch of videos so when mtv is like content light they're like give us your fucking shit they were playing so like, fucking crazy shit they showed on the on that documentary they watched like some weird shit where you're like what the fuck is this like, i don't know what that is some song yeah. called fish fish and they're like fish 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 and it's like but it's a video so they're like I if you could come remember up that. yeah they're like if you could come up with a fucking music video yeah. we were gonna fucking yeah. Play, yeah. Yeah. yeah you have the opportunity yeah. to blow like, up we don't have enough yeah. videos yeah. and we've already played this fucking video kill yeah. the radio star nine times today on our rotation yep. so, so that's um, crazy the and i bet you people got Bow, to work wow the right human away. league like all these bands that are like instrumental 80s bands might only be instrumental yeah. 80s bands because they happen to be recording music videos when MTV needed music videos. Yes. But all, so that changes the record industry. They're suddenly like, holy shit, everybody's at, we're selling all this stuff that's not even playing yeah. on our local radio stations. So now the radio stations are starting to play these things as a reaction to MTV, yes. you know, cause now yeah. everybody's calling the radio station I and requesting this, this thing. Right, that we they, gotta get this <laughs> yeah. cause, cause we need to play it so people actually still listen to right. us. And they yeah. wanted the the tar- the original target audience was twelve to thirty four, and they learned very soon that fifty percent of the audience, or it was supposed to be twelve to thirty four, but it was really twelve to twenty four, and it said that they um, averaged two hours of MTV a day, which is magical. Like that demographic, twelve to twenty four, like really one of the biggest demographics in television is is male eighteen to twenty four. If you can grab male yes. 18 to 24, you've got huge ratings. But and that, that's why Newsflash, that's why fucking Vince McMahon is a billionaire because he's got a rap on male 18 to yeah. 24. But MTV had 12 to 24, at least the average of two hours a day. And like I said, in my house, it was way the fuck more than two hours a day. That shit never <laughs> yeah. turned off. Um, so uh, they... Um, and then Flashdance was huge in 1983, and I guess they were the well, basically first. Basically, was film. a music video. Yeah, they were the first film, and they they filmed it intending for some music videos to be in there. And they before the movie even released, they just handed all the videos over to MTV. So suddenly, here's more content, big stars. So this and that started to happen. You would see these these music videos for a movie air for like two or three weeks and then when the movie finally came out you were like i gotta go fucking see because well, at movie. first recording execs were like i'm not fucking paying for this shit like it's your movie music right. channel you fucking right. pay for it and they were just like well it's gonna it will behoove you like it's it's for you like if you're, you're gonna, get the, it, you're gonna get the record sales from yeah. this shit and they finally caught on and figured yeah. out they needed to do it so they started to do some big stuff in 1981 they did New Year's Eve rock and roll ball, which was a big thing for a while. I don't know if it's still a thing, but I remember they used to always do a live uh, New Year's Eve show um, on MTV. Um, in March of 1982, they launched the I Want My TV advertising campaign, 
um, which was a really cool, really diverse ad campaign. So they lucked out. Like they show how that happened. Like they went to one guy's like, I'm, I got an align with Mick Jagger. Like I know Mick Jagger well enough. I might be able to make him do this. And so like they sent a couple guys off in different directions to try to get like Pete Townsend or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Mick Jagger and they show up to like hotels and shit. And so the guy that was talking to Mick Jagger. He's like, he's like, so it's like a commercial. And he's like, well, no, it's more of like a promo thing. Like we're basically trying to get people to call the cable company. He's like, so like a commercial. He's like, cause if it's a commercial, we'd like to get paid for it. He's like, you're killing me, man. You're killing me. Like, look, this is what we're doing. Like, we don't have any money. And he's like, yeah, but like, it's a commercial. And he's like, fuck, man. He like pulls a dollar out of his pocket and sets it on the table. Mick Jagger laughs. He's like, all right, I'll do it for a dollar. And he fucking did it. So then when he did it, and then he got Pete Townsend, the other guy got Pete Townsend to do it. And so then once they did it, then it was like, what are you fucking too good? Madonna, you're going to do it. Like, you're going to, Cindy Lauper, you're right. going to do it. Because right. they're like, look, Mick Jagger did it. And so once Mick Jagger did it, Pete Townsend did it, and then you got, oh, now you got Cindy Lauper, you got Madonna. Like, all these people start to go, I want my MTV. Then fucking, uh, and the whole, yeah, the interesting Billy thing. Billy Idol does it, you yeah. know. So it was, so Adam Ant, David Bowie, Billy Idol, The Police, Kiss, Culture Club, Hall and Oates, Pat Benatar, Cindy Lauper, Madonna, Lionel Richie, Rick Ocasek, John Mellencamp. That's uh, all such amazing music. All that Stevie shit is Nicks, so fucking Rick Springfield, yeah. Mick Jagger, like all of them are part of this campaign. And the campaign It's is, so smart. The campaign is to like, we know you're at your friend's house watching MTV and you don't have MTV on your bullshit cable network. So call your cable network I and say, I want my MTV. Yeah. Yeah, that so was they the ran a commercial because they're not going to get everyone to bug their cable network. To and, the get point, MTV. and it happened fucking fast. They show in the documentary a map of how fast it starts to pop up. They said that cable companies were calling and saying, please, please stop running this. Like we can't like our fucking phones, <laughs> like please stop doing this. No. And they show little red dots. Stop. Yeah. As they start to pop up everywhere. Yeah, and just how about yeah. you just carry MTV? Yeah. yeah. And so like, they're like, okay, fine. Yeah, the, and phone, fucking, the phone calls to stop and it shows up on your network. Yeah. yeah exactly. And it blew up. Like yep. that, it works yeah, so well. That's smart. And it became like their And there phrase. used to be, and keep yeah. in mind, like it's not like the fucking stranglehold right now. Like when you would get cable, like it, you didn't have any say in the matter, but it was like this, you know, fucking Bakersfield cable. It serves this neighborhood. Right. And like Golden Valley Cable serves that neighborhood. Yep. And yeah, they, like they said, weren't they said literally when they were first <clears throat> trying to get MTV on the networks, it would like they'd show up and it's some old fucking electrical engineer. Yeah. Like the guy that's there is just some dude in a building behind a fucking like service desk. And you're like, hey, so this is what's up. Or something. And he's like, I fucking am so glad my my fucking 18 year old son moved out of my house. So I don't have to fucking hear that anymore. Yeah. He's like, and you want me to put it on my fucking cable? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. I don't, so it was a hard sell. Like they're having to cold fucking just show up yeah. at little cable companies until they came up with the I want my MTV thing. Huh, right. And then Dire Straits makes a fucking song. And it's yeah, like so, someone wrote their own theme song for MTV. It's yeah, better d- than they could possibly ever want. Dire Straits comes out with uh, Money for Nothing, which again is just a total fluke. So they had record and it's a great fucking song. Again, it it's is. a great song. Great guitar. Microwave it's a really cool ovens. fucking singing like, about microwave <laughs> ovens. That's and it's like there's a whole line in there. That's because that's, that's all like, new. Like it's starting to get. And there's even there's even a part that didn't air very often on MTV. There's a part. There's like an extended cut of the video where it's like he's addressing someone who's critiquing the people that watch MTV or are in MTV. And it's like, look at that faggot with an earring in his ear oh, yeah, and yeah. like all this stuff. And it was like super controversial, but, but, and then they address it and they give him MTV anyway and all this stuff. He's talking about but, technology though. Like yeah, he's talking about technology moving about forward. Refrigerator. Well, like I mean, says, it's yeah. like, like it's all new, like a lot of stuff. It's all is, about becoming big, getting becoming better a, color TVs, yep, you know, yeah. like they're, they're really like, and it's about becoming a huge future. star. Yes. Like you're going to become a huge star because, 
because yeah. of MTV. Your dream is to become a yeah. huge movie or a huge music star and be on MTV. And they had most of the they had the basics of the song written and they were recording it. And I forget what city they were in, but one of the friends of of the lead singer came in and said, "Hey, did you know that Sting, who none of them knew, because Sting's in the song, they're like Sting is here on vacation." And they're like, we got to fucking get Oh, Sting him. who does the I want Yeah, my, oh, that's Sting. Like he's, Sting. He sings background that. vocals on the whole song. That makes sense. And they, they tracked him down and like, look, we know you're on vacation. We're recording <laughs> the song. You know, it's going to, it's, you know, it's about MTV. Um, it's a cool lick. Um, any way that you would just come up and sing these background tracks. And he was just like, and he was Sting and he was in the, he was in the I mean, police Martin at Oppler's the time. Martin guitar is just fucking crazy, man. Yeah. He's like, well, if it blows up, I'm going to get paid. Right. And he was, <laughs> and he wasn't superstar Sting. He yeah. was big. They were selling albums. Yeah. He was getting there, but he probably, they were probably drinking at the pub. He, he's down to earth he, Sting right and now. And he dug yeah. the dude and he was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll record. It's going to take me an evening and I'll fucking jam with these guys or whatever. So he lays that down with one recording session and then he even said in an interview, like everybody there was so hyped. This was going to be like the hugest thing on MTV and this next generation. And like, we're making this video and it's all done completely by computers. It's like, cause it was CGI, you know? And Sting was like, whatever you say, fellas. Like he was like, I hope it does. Well, but he yeah. was like, I had no, yeah, good luck I, I had no illusion that this was going to what be genius on, on Dire Straits part Fuck, though because it was dude. like boom you're getting played more than anyone <clears throat> forever it's into eternity it became like the the theme yes, song for it's sure anthem yeah like yeah it's amazing and it's even it like took over that the, I want my MTV yeah. like that's yeah what and that it made it into the fucking chorus yeah and then even like the the video itself the concept is kind of a trip because a it's got like plasma screen TVs on the wall like 20 years before they exist but it's like every time you see a picture of the Dire Straits singing they're on a TV right? and everything else is these two moving men walking around, moving refrigerators that's right, and that's TVs. Right. It's, it's just kind of a cool video and a cool concept. What's that just one right where the fucking right uh, the trains going around the guy's face and shit? I can't <clears> Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Peter Gabriel. That's a weird ass fucking, fucking music video too. There's a bunch of weird ones. There are. The eighties were weird times. With yep. Music mm-hmm. videos. Drugs, man. So Fuck yeah, they blow up. MTV just fucking blows up. They, they expand. They've got a rotation list. And I forget what that was. It was like high rotation, medium rotation, low rotation. And it really dictated all of music. You know, once MTV said, yeah. oh, this fucking Def Leppard song is in high rotation. Yeah. It's just going to crush. Fucking Eagles Hotel <clears throat> California. Yeah. Fucking, and then they yeah. came up with two or three more categories of rotation that were lesser or whatever. But so they've got their rotation standard and it just fucking blows up. Um all the the biggest acts that you can think of are there. Um, I mean, Pat Benatar a, was in rotation, right? In the first hundred videos, she was the was, second yeah. video. The second video, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's really all cool the, to see they interviewed a lot of the uh, the artists, and they're just like, "Oh my god, that shit was just like so embarrassing." Like Sting, like some of that I can't remember which songs it was, but they were just like in the fucking dressing room. <laughs> they're like, we filmed that shit between shows yeah. in a dressing room yeah. in like an hour mm-hmm. for that fucking song. And you're like, wow, no yeah. shit. And you look at it then and you're like, oh yeah, they're just like fucking, right. He's like, we're not really fucking singing. I'm sitting there holding a fucking bass. that's not plugged in and shit. He's just drumming on the fucking like yeah. the cabinet next to him and shit. And you're like, but you don't think about it. But it that. sells it. You know? Yeah. And you don't think, but about then every it. so often a video would come out that was, that was like your rhythmic sweet dreams. Yeah. And it's like, there's a set and they're wearing those suits and it was like very yeah. intentional and artistic. And then it really kind of stood out, you know? Um, there was a big color barrier that a lot of people talked about for the most part. Um, MTV wouldn't put 
uh, any black musicians in heavy rotation or even medium rotation. Um, th- th- there were a handful of standouts like Prince would get light, light rotation, Donna Summers, uh, Lionel Richie, like some people that were huge would get a little bit of airplay. And their defense was that they were a rock channel, not, yeah, you know, R&B because they didn't play, else, yeah. you know, and I will say this in their defense, they didn't play at that time, country, there wasn't country, like, there yeah. wasn't punk rock, there wasn't jazz, there wasn't, you know, uh, uh, heart, you know, heavy metal, right? Like these things weren't really in heavy rotation on MTV. Um, but so yeah, they, they, it basically, it, it all blew up. They around did have Rick some James. black artists, they had but, some it was, black artists like but it was, some in, but it was in low rotation. Yeah. So MTV refused to air super freak by Rick James um because they said and they show both parts of that argument and they show rick james throwing a fucking fit but they're like it didn't it was a fucking pimp porno it was like a strip club they're like we couldn't get it on the tv they they wouldn't even approve it It it's like half naked chicks at the time you couldn't do it but people were upset about it at one point david bowie in an interview in 1983 and he trapped that dude uh, yeah he, he was on air with Mark Goodman, one of the VJs, and David Bowie just fucking cornered him and was it, like... It haunts Mark Goodman still. He oh, was like, really? He's like, that's one of my regrets. He's like, that just didn't come out good. I just... He's like, man, I wasn't ready for that question. He was What like, was his... Because he was... He was he said, all that I know is that he demanded that more black artists be he played. He wasn't even demanding. He just said, hey, how come you don't play more black artists? And he's like, well, you know, it's like a business one. This is our genre, and we do this. And he was like, answering. I can't remember how it all went down, um, but there's an just interview with him good. where he's like... <clears throat> He's like, really? He's like, well, that's interesting. Because he's like, oof, like it doesn't go. It just wasn't going well. He's like, yeah. why do you think that is, though? But why don't you play this? He's like, what about that? And he's just like, yeah. And he's like trying to answer. But it was like, man, he wasn't ready. He's supposed to be doing the interview. Yeah. He's not <laughs> well, ready he to answer questions. Yeah. He's supposed to be asking questions. Yeah. And yeah. he just wasn't ready for it. And and Bowie was cool and everything. But he's like, interesting. He's, and he's like, Doesn't, does that make sense? And Bowie's like, I, uh, I understand what you said. Or something like I don't. He's like I don't agree with you. Basically, right, yeah. I understand what you're saying, um, but he's, he, it's not in so many words. I don't agree with right, you. Right, right. So the president of CBS Records um, wrote a strong, profane letter to MTV saying that if you don't start playing our black musicians we're not giving you any of our videos and CBS music was a, it still is. I mean, it's a big fuck, you know, they own multiple labels. So when they say we're pulling our stuff, unless you air more black, it's going to be rough. That's kind of, Ooh. Um, and, and they wanted, then, they wanted to play Michael Jackson beat it because the guitar riff, cause they're like, Oh, we can pull this off and it'll right. be like a emerge into it where it's like, well, this is why we're playing this black one because it's got this guitar riff. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean, it's like very, it's rock. It's almost Aerosmith run yeah. DMC kind of shit where it's like starts out with the guitar riff. And so they sent the VHS tape and they're like, finally, this is it. Let's beat it. And it wasn't, it was Billy Jean, Billy Jean. And they're like, God damn it. They bait and switched us. Uh, <laughs> what, like, it says it's, beat yeah. it on it's there. It's time for yeah. the world premiere. We have to play this shit right now. That's awesome. Yeah. So Billy Jean hit and it was just fucking massive um, because it was fucking Billy Jean by yeah. Michael Jackson. Um, but it still only made it to medium rotation. But then after that, they started to have more like Prince made it up to medium rotation. You fucking know, different thriller came out. And it was yeah. Like a yeah. Goddamn movie, little red like- Corvette went up a little red Corvette actually went up to heavy rotation um, a couple of months after that. Um I'm trying to see if they yeah, actually, Billie Jean finally went up to heavy rotation. And then when little red Corvette by Prince came out, that was in heavy rotation. And, uh, then they, you know, electric Avenue by Eddie Grant came out. 
um, and all this different stuff. But I remember at the same time, like you mentioned BET, like there was a two hour, it was maybe even longer than two hour every night. Um, there was video soul on BET hosted by Donnie Simpson. And I remember like, as soon as video soul came on, I'd be flipping back and forth between MTV and BET. Cause if I wanted to see any hip hop at yeah. all yeah, or yeah. any R and B or anything like that, if I wanted to fucking see, uh, sexual healing if i wanted yeah. anything like yeah. that I remember it was watching only BET back in the day it was yeah. only on bet with yeah, smooth BET, ass donnie simpson bet uh mtv vh1 and jukebox mm-hmm. network and vh1 oh, yeah. was like yeah. alternative stuff mtv was more VH1's rock. like paul abdul <laughs> and a bunch of yeah. Shit like that yeah and then, yeah, was and then jukebox BET was, was whatever somebody Army paid and, for yeah. allegedly I, I never actually called in and paid for a song and tried to get it on there video jukebox yeah, yeah. I don't know about no, that. I think at one point, uh, I, so yeah, video it jukebox. It must because sometimes the song will play three times in a row. You're yeah. like, man, this video jukebox was some weird thing. And like there, a menu would pop up. So videos would play. And then when there were no videos, a menu would pop up and it said the name of all these songs and the code to enter. You call. Yeah. To you call. call. You would call. I think, I and think they would charge I, you money I, to your cable bill. Yeah. And, and I then think your multiple video people would, would call and the most videos or the most people that would call with those videos would play. Or no, something. you would pay money you paid for, you got your and your video going is going to, uh, okay. to play. So even if five other people you just had to get it, through, it would pay, right. it would yeah. play five times in a row. And uh-huh. it would, you would turn on there and there would like that fucking, there was a song called Mitsui by this Canadian French because there was like a half naked chick in it. Uh, and the yeah. video, the video. No, that shit played dude, over and dude, over. It, played, it was like porno, dude. It played for uh, hours, dude. <laughs> I didn't think anyone remembered Mitsui. Fuck that. I didn't know it was called that. I wouldn't have known until you said the naked chick. But that fucking video played over and over. It was this weird like French like, artistic fucking porn. Yeah, dude, there was black a and white. really horrible blues song. By Clarence Clemens called Strokin. Oh, and it was wow. all about like Strokin. Yeah. You know, and it was a bad song and a horrible video. I kind of fucking and hear just it, yeah. because they were Strokin. Dude. Yeah. And dude. it was like a premise would get set up, and then the punchline was they were Strokin. And then it, was played it wasn't fucking, good, but it played on constant fucking rotation on video jukebox. Fucking uh, Fuck. man. Another bad creation. A bunch of that shit played on yeah. there a bunch. Yeah, uh, Belle DeVoe played a funny. bunch. That's funny you brought that song up. <laughs> no, I remember you were like, dude, you were like, we were tw- tw- was 12 maybe. And yeah. I remember that song come on. You're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. this is like fucking yeah. half like the Playboy channel is practically right. on right now. So, but eventually they, they start to realize we've got to do more stuff. They create Yo! MTV raps with Ed Lover and <clears throat> Dr. Dre. You know what's funny about that? But is- different Dr. Dre because he had a little fucking accent over the E. Yeah, they so agreed to do that, and they were like, "They're like, yeah, here's the deal: we're gonna give you a show, we're, like you have a budget, whatever, but we're gonna play this shit at like two a.m. Yeah, and no well, one's yeah, gonna fucking watch night. this yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I get it, like, and, and that's the thing: like a lot of people try to make it, and and I don't know, like you know, it it, it was a little racy or whatever in the beginning, and it could have been because they were they were afraid they were gonna lose watchers sure. or something like that. Well, even at but 2 also if it you, did triple the fucking uh, yeah viewership. Well, because than any people other thing, people yeah. wanted to watch it probably right. and and but i would i would you know i would suspect that they you know if they're if they thought they were creating a rock right you know channel and then all of a sudden people are pressuring them to put this different type of music on these different genres and they're like fuck no i think like, what if it was your channel and they wanted to right. put something other than whatever like, you this like is my on fucking it. channel yeah, this is yeah. my here, channel but then they're like hey check it out this yeah, is what you're, you're racist gonna do. Like, yeah. i don't like <laughs> what am i gonna I do i don't feel like it was a racist thing in play I feel like it was 
the it was a musical I th- taste. I think it was no. I think it was them. I think they were stuck not realizing what they had and what they were doing. Exactly. They were yeah. thinking like a radio station. A radio station defines itself by a genre. Yes. Like this is a rock station. That's an R&B yeah. station. Yeah, yeah. This is an oldie yep. station. And all of a sudden, no, you are every station. That's true. You they are didn't the want nation. That. Yeah. You are cable television. Everyone is So even though you. they were the future and they created this music television, they were still, they were stuck, still in stuck in the in format. Of, and yeah. I think really Michael Jackson helps makes to sense. break that yeah. down. And then they started to realize. So then they created 120 minutes which was for heavy metal and that would air pretty late at night as well they did uh headbang or no 120 minutes was alternative headbangers music and ball punk rock yeah. headbangers ball so they started to do these alternative things they never did country there was never an mtv country mm-hmm. show no, the closest they got to that was zz top um but they never had like a genre show right. But, but they didn't have that for jazz. They didn't right. have that for yeah, blues or you know, like, you know, cool, fucking uh, grassroots. Yeah, cool, exactly. Like, yeah. Fun fact is that MTV actually sort of secretly uh, paid for Thriller. Like they didn't want to pay for videos because they were like, I'm not getting in that game. Like we're not paying for everyone's music video. Um, but they had to do something because it was Michael Jackson. And they probably Jackson. wanted something like, like more we're theatrical. Not anyone else have Thriller. Yeah. Like we need to have Thriller. Right. Michael Jackson's like, then you got to fucking pay for it. And like, we don't pay for shows. We can't do that. And he's like, well, then I'll go where they're going to pay me, right? They're going to pay for it. And so what they did was they made a documentary, The Making of Thriller. But when they wrote the budget for The Making of Thriller, it also th- included they thriller. included the funding oh, for the well video played. of Thriller. Well so played. MTV actually <clears throat> paid for the filming and production <clears throat> of Thriller. On the low key. In, in, on the low key. Um, and that was hidden huge. In the budget. Like that oh, was a, that was like huge, a huge, movie. huge, huge moment. Yeah. And well, the original that video the game, was super long. It was like World almost a half premiere, hour long. Yeah, yeah and, that, and that changed the game for music <clears throat> videos. Yes. People saw that and they were like, oh shit. This is what we can do with this. This is next, yeah. And Michael Jackson kept doing that. Like fucking, like his whole next album... I mean, fucking smooth criminal. The production that went into that. And then he did video, black like or white at some that, point in time. That yeah, video was yeah. stupid. Yeah. He's in Egypt. That one. And uh, what's the kids one? The world. You know, save we are the, the world. world. Save the children. We one. are the world. Yeah, yeah. that, that was, was that wasn't just him. That was like no, it was a fucking terrible. So you take, you take that back. I had that. I had that seven inch record. I know bro. you did. I know yeah. you did. Some what of the other stuff. Vanilla Ice though. That was a I, good music video. No, Ice no. Ice Baby. I had that on a counterfeit fucking like uh, bootleg swap tape. bootleg tape. I had nice. Cypress Hill Black Sunday. I bought it at the swap meet. I was so excited. Yeah, it swap meet. It was fucking super only, muddy. No, no, no. Over. No, no. Mine was just on the left channel. Like it didn't have fucking. No. It didn't have both sides. It was they not in stereo. Two of them out. Yeah, it was <laughs> not in tell, stereo. Like, the print was all fucked up on the tape, yeah. and like the thing was faded when you pulled it out. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's not real. I was like, yeah. well, it doesn't matter. It's on here, but the quality was fucking subpar. I remember the. I can visualize the booth I bought that tape from too. I kind of do stuck too. with me to this like, day. In the fucking like, dirt, yeah. I can see it. Like the by fucking the, it was, Mexican fucking. Mine table. was by like the weird grass area yeah. or something. There yep. was some weird yeah, shit. Yeah, towards where the rides were. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I totally remember that guy. Motherfucker. We probably bought it from the same, yeah. motherfucker. same motherfucker. Yeah, yeah this motherfucker. Also hey, went, you got that website, samemotherfucker.com? I went to Sam Goody. I remember my mom had no idea. I went to Sam Goody and bought two live crew. Fucking uh, nasty as I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a bad one. So their first non-video programming, what I call the beginning of the end, um, started off with, which was a huge the thing. Beginning of the so end. here's what happened though. Thing. You know what happened though? They sold off oh, and real world. Left. That's yeah. a completely real different world. crew. Yeah. yeah, they sold out, and uh, the whole crew was like, "Fuck this! We didn't work for these guys. That's not what we signed yeah. up for." Yeah. And everybody fucking left, and it was all corporate. So their first thing is in '86. They do uh, their first spring break, mm. um, which started as a one week thing. Like they would do several hours of the day. <laughs> 
in uh, Daytona Beach at spring break. And I remember once it really picked up steam, it was like a two week long, all day, well, all night. You know what everybody happened? Everybody playing games, everybody half naked, you know, and one or two VJs would be there and they would, and it wasn't a whole lot of music compared to, yeah. to just beach fuckery. They had the live um, shows and the yeah, beach yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. What happened was everything kind of got like concentrated towards the style where it was like fucking hairband, half naked chicks. Like it was all that shit. And they yeah. would play like nothing but like loud, fast, like no more slow shit. Just all loud, fast. And it was like, she's my cherry pie channel. Like that's all that would fucking happen. Finally, like we got to do something fucking different. And something happened where they said, Hey, what do you guys think about the whatever? And like they showed some fans. And then that's when they're like, Oh, they want to see them on that channel. Right. right. And, and so that's starts spring, with spring break. break. Yeah. Yeah. But it was because <clears throat> and, they had and like, people would do stupid shit when you put them on camera. The channel had slowly evolved though yeah. until like it's just these fucking same music videos where there became a formula of success. Mm-hmm. But by doing it, it ended up just being like, rinse repeat and it was right. like oh this is this band with blonde hair and makeup androgynously fucking I mean, the with industry, a hot chick yeah in the industry is still the same today yeah you know what yeah, i mean exactly, like like exactly. the, the music if uh drake comes out and gets popular with a song with a style yeah, boom, else 20 other rappers exactly with the same. the same shit rock music same shit same fucking noise in the background same fucking patterns you know it, it's just you know whatever is going to make it big or whatever does make it big is going to get copied, yeah. you know? So the next year they release a show called club MTV, which I remember very well. It was downtown Julie Brown. Yeah. Uh, wubba, wubba, wubba. Going down on Julie Brown yeah. was her uh, sign off. You know, I, 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 I probably dance, shouldn't say this or admit show. it, but my mom's nickname was downtown Julie Brown for yeah. a long ass time. Because Did you say wubba, 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 yeah, goodbye, no, God bless. Because she owned uh, the place where the noodle bar is. Like that was an antique consignment mm-hmm. mall for years and she owned it, but she like knew everyone. Yeah. And oh, ever- downtown. Yeah. And they're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, here comes yeah. Julie Brown. Oh, downtown Julie. Because she was like downtown yeah, Julie. Right. Yeah, and they right. called her downtown Julie Brown. Then a big thing that that popped up, and I don't have the date of the first one and didn't care to look it up. Um, eventually, they released MTV News, yeah. and they got Kurt Loder, Kurt who Loder. was the... Yeah. the um, he was very official. He was like. one of the head editors at Rolling Stone, and he had mad respect in the music industry, and he would come on 10 minutes to the hour, every hour, and he would do MTV News. He says news. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, he would whatever little news bit, you know, it wasn't like a super long yep. thing. It was usually about five minutes. Madonna long. blew another guy today. Exactly. Yeah. Like that was pretty much what <laughs> yeah. it was. But that was, but I remember it would be like, <clears throat> if I happened to look at the, like it got into your brain. If I happened to look at the clock and it was like quarter two, I'd be like, oh, I should fucking turn on MTV News real quick. Yeah. See what's like, going on. In the you know, even though it was every yeah. fucking hour, yeah. you know, yeah. but it would, it would miss me it, in. They started doing a lot of public service announcements. They were huge on um, safe sex. Uh, like that was right in the middle of the AIDS epidemic. So they were doing a lot of safe sex uh, stuff. The this is your brain on drugs mm-hmm. um, commercial. Uh, you know, where'd you learn to smoke this weed? I learned it from watching you. I remember that like, commercial. These were all like in full rotation. They did rock the vote to try to get yeah. the Utes to vote. And they also did choose or lose. Yeah. I'm trying to get you to know more about your candidate. So they do, they, they did. And I guess still do a lot of like public service and, and doing all that stuff. It's very Um, skewed now. I got, got yeah, for sure. Fucking skewed, you know, um, have to at least mention, even though I'm not going to deep dive on it in 84, they did, they debuted the first MTV video music awards, which was kind of fucking ballsy. 
Like we're a three-year-old entity, so we're going to come up with our own awards show for ourselves and air it on our network. That's who we think is big. You know, I mean, Nickelodeon did it. Like, I mean, all these. You know, Think about this, it made Weird Al Yankovic too. I know you don't it, like absolutely. Him, but fucking, no, I have like, no problems with Weird Al. Yeah, I'm doing all that fucking I'm fat fucking videos yep. and shit. Yep. Jesus Christ! Like, no, he wouldn't exist without MTV. No, that was his videos huge, were great. Man. There were such good parodies yeah. of of what was going on. No, I have no. Pro- I think Weird Al's a good guy. I just Living don't think it's a good Amish topic. paradise. Yeah. yeah, we can do it for bonus day. We'll do a little bonus. No, one. Um, I don't think we need to do them either. But you, you heard it here. I tried to do Weird Al. These guys do not want to. I'm do not it. interested in doing them as a. Top. I just don't think there's going to be anything there. It's mm, like we're just going to. Fucking funny. I mean, we definitely covered it. less interesting shit than Weird Al. That's for sure. Mm. Like the IRA <laughs> did that one. At least people died in the IRA. Yeah, that's true. Weird Al died a yet. little bit. But so they debut the the music video awards. Uh, go back and listen to our Madonna episode. We go into some depth about what she did to really make the MTV Music Awards blow up. But it used to be pretty controversial. Like fucking Prince came out. Um, I think it was when he did Cream, maybe or Diamonds and Pearls, mm-hmm. with just assless pants. Yes, this is fucking ass hanging out, yes. and everybody fucking. And he did it very well. Everybody, turned, he play, everybody was turned on. He played most of the song yeah. standing forward, and then at one turned point around. he turned around at the perfect moment, yeah. and you just saw Prince's like, ass. A fine ass. Yeah, a you didn't. Ass. Like, if he would have started just with his ass, <laughs> everybody would be like, the, the women would have been like, "Damn, that's a nice yeah. ass." Men would be like, "Damn, that's a nice damn. ass." And yeah. turn around, like, ah, it's yeah. Prince. Um, but MMA led to the MTV movie awards, which is a more, and they were very informal. They were very like, you know, youth oriented. They weren't boring, stuffy, fucking multiple yeah. hour long award shows. Crazy shit would happen, you know, and they encouraged it. Yeah. Um, they did early comedy. If anybody ever remembered watching the old British comedy, the young ones, um, that was on MTV that would play super late at night. Bizarre, very funny show. Um, a lot of adult they, cartoons. They gave a the launch to Beyond Adam Flux. Sandler, Chris mm-hmm. Rock, Ben Stiller, and John Stewart. John Stewart had a show before The Daily Show. Ben Stiller had the Ben Stiller Show before he was anybody. Um, there was the the video the the game show called Remote Control. Oh yeah, and Chris Rock and Adam Sandler and Colin Quinn were always on it. I think Colin mm. Quinn might have been the co-host. But uh, Adam Sandler would just come out as just as some random dude as part of a question doing random weird bits. What are they doing? I remember that fucking show, Remote Control. What did they do? Kari Wurr, the, the I was who I was madly in love with in my teens, who was the the girl on the show. Huh. It was just a game show, some hmm. about television and shit. Yeah. Um, the then yeah, you said Liquid uh, Television, yeah, which is where Beavis and Butthead was born. It was where Aeon Flux was born. Yeah, Daria. And uh, if you haven't. If you haven't seen liquid television in a minute, or if you've never seen it, did go Ren, back. Did Ren and Stimpy start on that too, or no? no. That was Nickelodeon. No. <clears throat> that was Nickelodeon. Yeah. Was I don't w- think was, they did. It was weird it shit was, on there. Well, Dario was MTV, right? Yeah, yeah, but she yeah. wasn't on Liquid Television. She so, was an offshoot of Beavis and Butthead. Uh, okay. She was a character in Beavis and Butthead, and then yeah, they gave yeah, her yeah. Her own show. Okay, so was, she was um, afterwards. I most people can't get through one episode of Liquid Television. I don't think. I don't know if I ever I saw watched that then. three of them while researching yeah. and they're fucking rough. <laughs> they are Is it so like early Simpsons rough. Like fucking we they're so bizarre. So 
like because it was just anybody making any sort of animation you were welcome so kind of to like when music it. video started yeah. kind of and it would be like yeah. a 30 second animation and then like a bunch of weird shit and it was like the i mean the biggest things were one was called miss lydia's makeover to the stars there was stick figure theater where someone just used line paper and would animate famous scenes from movies with hmm. stick figures um, there was one called Dog Boy, a really bizarre one called in, uh, Invisible Hands, an artist named Bill Plimpton who became really big in the 80s doing these really bizarre – it's like a guy would pull himself out of his own mouth and then feed him to his own mouth and it was like charcoal <laughs> drawings. They were shit, very yeah. fucking weird. Liquid television is fucking weird, dude. It's weird. <laughs> I can't – emphasize it enough i like i said yeah. sitting through 30 minutes of that is that not an intro to Aeon flux is like the fucking tongue sticking out saliva dripping uh-huh. eyelash catching a fly like all that fucking weird ass mm. shit yeah that was a weird ass show so beavis and butthead were in a 92 uh episode of liquid television and they did a short called frog baseball oh and yeah and they loved the characters and they commissioned them for a full show and it ran for seven seasons um, they got early support. Um, some people think that one of the things that really pushed him over the top was David Letterman was madly in love with Beavis and Butthead. He thought they were, he thought Mike judge was a comic genius and he thought Beavis he was and right. He raved about it. Like he would just talk about Beavis and Butthead on mm. the show because he thought it was so funny. And then he had, he had Mike judge come on the show and he had Beavis and Butthead come on the show, which yeah. was pretty fucking great. Um, but no, he was right. He was he saw the comic genius and loved him. Um, then we get unplugged. I'm just throwing out other stuff that they started to do. Unplugged was huge, which gave us some really amazing music, like albums that exist today. You know, yeah. Um, and I so remember un- Nirvana. Yeah, unplugged. unplugged they would yeah. just. I, I don't remember if it was a half hour, if it was an hour long show, but it was just the acoustic. band bands doing acoustic, acoustic yeah. sets in in the round in a yeah. small theater, and then ultimately those albums, mostly all, if not all, got released as yeah. an album. But um, they're good, man. A lot of them were really even good. if you didn't like some of the bands, like you the still liked it. version is yeah. better. Bob Dylan um, did one. Yeah. Eric Clapton, Pearl Jam, Nirvana. Billy Idol, which I fucking love, the Billy Idol Unplugged. I don't think I saw that one. LL Cool J, Tony Bennett, Alanis Morissette. I mean, the list goes on. Um, I guess it relaunched recently um, with Lil Wayne, and I guess some other people are doing it. Hmm. Um, I have no idea. Just by the way, I have no idea what's on MTV right now. I have zero. I have it's mostly fucking, shows. There's no music. I think it's mostly shows. You know what's good like, like that? Like the unplugged is NPR Tiny Desk. That is good. That's yeah. fucking, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. It's just like an intimate, weird little like yeah, acoustic with set. Yeah, pretty big bands. Yeah, really know. big bands. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, I don't know how many people are in there. Like 20 people are sitting in that thing yeah. or something. Um, then they started to do um, non-music. From 95 to 2000, they started to play 36% fewer music videos and they geared on towards other things. Um, and one of the first, the first, and really, I think, w- literally world changing television show was The Real World. Yeah. That was the I first. Mean, every, The Bachelor, Big yes. Brother, like, it is The Real World. Every, every, every show, one every of them show is The Real World. Every show, I think. 
even to American Idol, to you know what I mean, to these game shows. It all shows, fucking points it all directly back to because it's real life. They're showing like these people's life, and right. then they're trying to get this thing. Like it all goes to real world. It and in real world, there wasn't real a competition, world so I think people <laughs> no. knew. Probably those very pro- producers who went on to do other shows realized, wow, if we give them a task and if we boot them off the show, yeah. we'll really have yeah, yeah. something. But it all starts with real world in. Um, 92 was when yeah. the first real world was launched. Um, I watched real world. Like, and it was uh, a fucking yeah. big deal when the new real world came out. It was like so much hype and like these, let's introduce you to the people. I remember and all this traveling around in a camper or I something. You I know, saw like a little, some of them. I didn't at like some point they started yeah. to travel. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, at first like they picked real, a city. It was season real, 15. Like yeah, it was like real world crazy. New York, real yeah. world New Orleans, yeah. real world. But then it became, I think the one in the tra- trailer might've been a different name. The problem I, I have like with it tra- is like, that, yeah, it was a travel. That one. shit got super scripted. That though. one, that yeah, one. Well, that one was like from from it was people from the different houses, and then they all went together and it, traveled. Like, the favorite ones, yeah. I think. Yeah, they traveled in a fucking RV. But then they knocked out the Osbournes, Newlyweds, the show with uh, uh, Jessica. What the fuck is her name? Alba. No, the singer. Uh, Nick Simpson. Lachey and Jessica Simpson. Simpson. Uh, Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Uh, Laguna Beach, My Super Sweet 16, The Hills. All this stuff starts to come out. Celebrity Deathmatch, which was kind of funny, actually. Um, uh, at one point in 2007, oh, Justin. Was, oh, no, never mind. Justin Timberlake got his video music award, and during his speech, he said, Play more damn videos. Uh, yeah. he, he was <laughs> sad about the state of affairs. Um, and then in 2010, MTV actually even dropped music television from the branding. MTV is just MTV. It doesn't mean music television. It's like KFC is just KFC. It right. doesn't mean Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. Um, and then another huge thing that changed everything was was TRL. Oh, that was Road Rules. I'm thinking Road of. Rules. That's yes, what it was. Yeah, yep. But it was the same was. production company. Yep. It was the same thing. So uh, Total Request Live came out in 97. MTV got a studio right on the ground on Times Square and fucking crazy ass fans. Horny teenagers would line up for blocks and swarm outside um, and hopefully get inside. Hopefully get inside. Um, And it was originally they had that studio and they had four shows in it. MTV Live, Total Request, Say What and 12 Angry Viewers. And a year later, they merged all of it into Total Request Live and fired everybody else but Carson Daly Damn. and then just kept Carson one. Carson Daly, what's that motherfucker? And that motherfucker now? went all afternoon. Like that shit, yeah. I remember because I just wanted to watch music videos and I'd be like, Jesus Christ, TRL is still fucking on. But they always had like huge. I remember a couple of times Eminem would be on it. Yeah. Like they would get huge. Like the they had live performances stars. in there. Yeah, they would yeah. do live performances, yeah. do interviews. Yeah. Um, a lot of times with rappers and metal groups, there were some shenanigans that looked, I, wonder, I wonder what happened. They'd have to like, cut away from him. You know, he left. That guy do, he pulled his um, dick out again. Carson Daly had his own show. Yeah. yeah. He had his own late night show, and then he also did he did like a fucking huge like reality show. He was like a host Where of a big reality show. Carson was it Daly. the beginning of I don't remember. Lives in Long Island. Because he did his he did his late night show for quite a while. And it actually wasn't a bad late night show. And then um he was a host of a reality show. What the fuck was it? Late night talk show. Hosting today for Last call with Carson home. Daly. That was it. And then after that, he did like I don't know, like the voice or some shit. He was like the host 
of one of those. I can't remember what it he was. Did uh, the New Year's Eve with Carson Daly? Oh, is that what? Is that what I'm Times Square. He did Times Square for quite a yeah. while. He was like competition. Oh, the Voice in 2000. The Voice. That's yeah. what it was. He did the Voice for a while. Um, and then some like once once music videos. He was on the Today Show. I think he might still be actually as a uh, social media correspondent. So once uh, MTV got big and music videos became an actual art form, we start to see people like Madonna and George Michael and Michael Jackson like really utilizing it um, towards their own benefit. And then we start to get people like Spike Jones um, and uh, Michael Gondry, who directed like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. You start to get these really avant-garde, brilliant directors who start directing music videos because it's a much easier gig to get. And then when they can show, look, I constructed an impactful narrative that's beautiful in fucking three and a half minutes. Um, so imagine what I can do for two hours. Yeah, it like and births a new art form, really. You know what I mean? Like, you so have- a, I mean, a lot of fairly famous and popular directors, you know, even if they're not popular, like a lot of people who now are film directors that just make whatever movies start as music video directors. And I mean, even Spike Jones, he directed what is. It, one of my top time top five films of all time, her. Um, I never oh, finished fucking that. just ugh, fucking weird ass. Fucking movie. Really movie. It. That Joaquin Love Phoenix, that right? Fucking, yeah, well, Joaquin I think Phoenix. also because it's like I think I fell asleep watching it, but then yeah. I also woke up to like fucking computer gasm, screaming oh, and moaning. I was like, yeah, oh, fuck, I turned this shit down. Someone thinks I'm watching porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Miracle Whip Phoenix, but, and he did. Yeah. I mean, he did Miracle Whip Phoenix. He did uh, Being John Malkovich. You know, he did a lot of. Oh, other, he did like, Being John movies. Malkovich, and he was the executive producer and the main. He's he's pretty much the main reason that uh, Jackass was on MTV was because he was already doing music videos. He got Jackass put on there, um, but some big big names came out of it, and then finally, the death knell was Jersey Shore in two thousand nine. Mm. Oh yeah, um, Jim Tan Laundry. Mm. Which I can, I can, I can honestly and gratefully say I've never watched one episode of Jersey Shore. I know what I know about Jersey Shore from Jordan Shora. He was obsessed with that shit. (laughs) That's the only reason I even know Jim Tan Laundry is because he would just fucking talk about Jersey Shore. He would say some shit. He's like, huh? I'm like, no. He's like, Jersey Shore, nothing. I'm like, no, I have no idea. But again, Snooky. Even just looking at the impact of MTV, (laughs) it's like even when MTV isn't the 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 juggernaut that it was in the '80s, they're still creating television genres that everyone is riffing on yeah like the whole reality show is based on shit mtv dreamed up you know because mtv started to realize people want to see themselves and they were the first ones to kind of let them do that and generation x and then here was a generation that felt like it didn't have a voice yeah and all of a sudden i can see like everybody on the first you know, a couple seasons of the real world were Gen Xers and you were like, Oh, I know that dude. Mm-hmm. Like fucking, yeah. I went to school with that exact dude. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's like, Oh, that chick of this archetype. Yeah. I know her too. Yeah. So it's because it's, like, it's, it's relatable. It's yeah. the same reason that we got popular because yeah. we're relatable. We're like mm-hmm. normal fucking dudes. Well, and it's the same I mean? reason that everybody's on YouTube, you know, creating channels right. and people get popular on there because, you know, kids are watching other kids. Yeah. People I feel, are watching I think people like game. I can do yeah. that. You know, like, like I can, it's yeah, attainable. Yeah, like, yeah. I can do that. I can right. get a microphone and do yeah. this. I could film a YouTube and now, video and that. And, and that became the difference because now, uh, like making music, if you have you a can. band, yeah. if you have a band and you make, uh, 
you make downloads or you put them on Spotify, you also need to have a music video right. to go with that. Mm-hmm. And you can. It could be filmed with an iPhone. Right. It could be filmed with an Android. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean? it could be filmed with a camera, you know, just a camcorder that you can go down to the store and buy for a couple hundred bucks. Like yeah. it can be done. Yep. Um everybody has computers. There's video editing software on phones now. Um, you know, I mean, things are different vastly. Uh, it has just fucking just mesh together you know what i mean so, and the thing is like i would even tell people like if you were a, if you have a new band and you wanted to make a video and you're like we can't afford to make a fucking video it's like go watch early videos from mtv where there was no budget and it was just the police I mean, sitting in go, a dressing room and they didn't have instruments do my buddy go Dane, watch like, go I mean, watch Jane's not video? not uh dane's video for in berlin it's uh, dane mm-hmm. forced like it's fucking good and i think they did it all with iphone well wow. no you can look up there's people who make movies with just iPhones, yeah, like it's yeah. a it's an entire genre of things. Like the iPhone recorded movies, right? And and honestly, they they have a little bit more equipment and stuff. But sure, you can do it. It can be done. Yeah, and then if you go look at rigs and some yeah, if you go look at, I mean, you you could get footage from shows. You know what I mean? You go do different shows, get footage from each of those shows. You're wearing different shit. There's different stages, mm-hmm. different lighting, different people. Throw in a couple little skits. You have mm-hmm. a fucking video. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Uh, so it's possible. Um, and if you're a musician, you should have some sort of creativity, you know what I mean? Or have somebody around you that, oh, my homeboy yeah, yeah. is fucking makes music and he makes movies, you know, let's do this. And you see that all the time. Like that, that merger occurs where it's like yes. you get some video director who's just kind of got an eye for it, who teams up with this band and cut to 10 years later, the band is fucking quadruple platinum yeah. and the director is fucking doing big fucking movies in Hollywood. Yeah. Because they both helped each other get there. You know what I mean? But they're also both very fucking talented. And if you have all the, if you're, if you're dropping tracks on Spotify and dropping music videos and the band sucks and the director sucks. Yeah. It's not going to work out. Yeah. You're just, you're just, if you've got the fucking chops, like you can get your shit out there, just get creative and, you know, to make up for the lack of budget. Yeah. That's MTV massive, massive cultural Oh yeah, it changed the fucking world. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it changed the world of music. It changed the world of, of the world pop culture yeah. of reality television. Um, and just as I urge you to take the liquid television challenge, also go watch the documentary. <laughs> go, I want my MTV. Go yeah. on YouTube and just watch the first episode of Liquid Television and see how it does for you. It's kind of cool too on that doc because it, it, it is the uh, <laughs> Apple in your garage kind of startup thing where they're in some shitty little office building. They had one phone with hallway. Oh yeah, and, and even it, when like offices with no windows. And in shit. those first two hours, if watch those first two hours, it's really a f- fucking cool time capsule. And it's just Mark Goodman. At one point, they cut back from commercial, and he's like, "I can't believe like people are watching this. I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe we're actually doing this right now." Yeah. You know, and it's like, as I suspect, that one was live. I know most of what they did was canned. No, but, it was ready because uh, they all they all stopped and left the studio to go watch it in a bar. Mm. So it was it was done. I think they just. But I know the once they got into the vibe, the VJs yeah, would they record said, uh, their shit for the week. And they just, talk about that where they were like, we kind of went like off the re- the script a little bit finally, and they had like runaway cameraman. Remember that runaway camera? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and like all of a sudden the cameraman, they said one time the cameraman was like, ah, oh, runaway camera. And he just like pushed a camera across the scene. And like he goes across chasing a camera because he's rolled it. And it became a thing where the VJ would just be in the middle of talking and they didn't know it was going to happen because the cameraman would just get a wild hair up his ass and want to be involved. Mm-hmm. And he would just like, one of the other angles would just like push the camera across the screen from the front shot. <laughs> and it'd be like, and then he's like, oh, like chasing the camera. So they started like just fucking off and pushing, like come out and put cake in someone's face or, you know, whatever, spitballs. They just but that's the shit off. you wanted to see. Like yeah. you're, I'm watching videos, the VJ's out there, totally happy to see that. Yeah. But all of a sudden, fucking some random shit happens that makes yeah. this feel live and impromptu. It doesn't and always like, have to awesome. be like, today on MTV. Like, yeah, it no, have to be all no. And you'd fucking ties. call your friend and be like, dude, they just hit him with a face of cake on <laughs> yeah. MTV. And then it's like, oh, shit. I'll never be able to see that because yeah. technology yep. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no, replay. you weren't watching. Oh, I don't bad. have a DVR. Like yeah. it's just gone. You know? All right. Uh, social media winner, uh, this week on Twitter, gnarly Danielson. Uh, it's just gnarly, bro. That's a weird name. It's yeah. like Harley Davidson, sort of gnarly really Danielson. Kinda. Um, retweeted our twat for Christopher Lee post. So, uh, I think they retweeted a couple of our twats. Uh, so Frankie Pigeons is going to reach out to you, and you're going to get a sticker pack from Printer Cheap. It's closer so, to Charlie Daniels than it is Harley Davidson. Yeah, Charlie. Gnarly oh, Gnarly Daniels. Daniels. Oh, that yeah. Danielson. Yeah. yeah, I think the son is Danielson. That's Danielson. more some of that Karate Kid, yeah. your first uh, movie adventure. Yeah, maybe he's like a surfer karate guy. It's like Gnarly Danielson. Yeah. Like if Danielson like got yeah. a surfboard or a skateboard or something. It's different than Naughty Danielson. Oh, totally. Like that's, yeah. yeah, that's at night. That's after yeah. 9 p.m. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Daniel after dark. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Daniel said after dark. Okay. Now, you know, he starts waxing on and waxing off. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That part on the dude, Jackie Chan karate kid was terrible. Whack on, whack off. No, it was jacket on, jacket off. Oh, jacket on, jacket off. I was like, with a kid. Didn't no one think of this? These motherfuckers. Jacket on, jacket off. I know I'm going to get called a prejudice now, but it's grooming because that's a prejudice term. Can't say that anymore. What's grooming? Grooming. They're grooming the kids, you know, oh, yeah. for adult love, mm. you know. Weird. I can't I can't say that no more. But that's right. what that is. It's all the start of it. It's all grooming, you know, old old Asian man, young black boy. It's getting weird, bro. It is getting weird. <laughs> Part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. <laughs> Go to podbelly.com. There's and some check weird out shit on there. Other cool podcasts like Ectoplasm. They're weird as fuck. Yeah. Those guys are weird. Ectoplasm's weird. Yeah. They've been grooming ghosts. Yeah. They got a they wonky have, eye. Yeah, for sure. UFOs. Um, also on Potbelly, you can go check out Hillbilly Horror Stories. I think you have, with, like, oh. they're on salad dressing or something this week. You have bros. That'd be bros? a good, it'd be a good alien like podcast, you know, for two guys. You have oh, bros. Yeah. Can I type with one hand <laughs> to the my password in there. Yeah. Uh, I have it open. Uh, I got it open right here. We might as well check it just real quick. Yeah, make sure. sure. Uh, UF Bros. That's yeah, pretty good, com. bro. Yeah, I know. It's what I do. You know, nah, it's taken, bro. Someone's uh, got it. Mm. Yeah, of course they got. I wonder it. what it is though. You can do UFO UF... Bros though. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not, not as good as UF Bros. It's also not available though. Uh, somebody else had the idea. All right, fuck them. So check out UF Bros. Probably like some stereo guys or something. Yes, for lame. Yeah, stupid. Um, also used. We are brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. They yes. give us the El Yucateco and keep the, keep the gears turning, keep the elbows soft, whatever spicy. Davies says. That is their slogan, spicy, yeah. Sha, sesua. I tried to do a fringe uh, porno noise and then Josephine's like, hacked, hacked yeah, at me. Yeah. It's not like cough. That's a coughing, that noise. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a squeaky noise, it's a little squeaky toy. Mm-hmm. Um, but El Yucateco is... 
a delicious flavor adventure. Um, and it comes in a variety of seven flavors. You've got red, or as Dave calls it, the standard. They're all spicy. They are green, black, Caribbean, triple X, Chipotle, and do you know, jalapeno. Do you know black is the second hottest? Um, I, I used to know the Scoville scale mm-hmm. all the way. All I know is triple X is the hottest. The hottest. And, then and black. it has the best flavor, yeah, too. Than so. black. Well, that's debatable. It's not really debatable, yeah, though. Black of the bear, sweet of the juice. Mm, that's mm-hmm. a phrase. It doesn't include all you can take over. It does now. That is a phrase. Yeah. Yeah. There's two against one here. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's half black, so yeah. he's biased. I'm all black. No, your arm's black, so yeah. you're also biased. Inside, I'm black. Yeah. And why does that affect that? Yeah. Triple X is still the better flavor. But you find your better flavor. You guys go go to the website. Oh, I like that. Find yeah. your better yeah, flavor. Find, find your better, your better flavor. flavor. There is no better flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Open up the laptop. Um, you so need yeah. to get like a little tablet. I just need, yeah, I need like just Google, turn off Google the domains on my just phone Just fuck the live feed. Just have it a domain website. I don't know if it, it crashed like four times. The internet's weird today. I don't know if anyone's even on there now. Oh, nope. There it is. They just said, team, they said team Black, those oh, motherfuckers. Bitches. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know who it was because it says Facebook user. My phone yeah. shut down. So, um, yes, cool Facebook Go to shopelucateco.com. And as Brad pointed out, you can customize your six pack. We That's didn't know right. this this whole time, yeah. but it does make sense because there's seven flavors and yeah. it should come up I with was a, thinking a seven that. pack with a square just, in yeah. the middle or something, Ooh. right? Seven we need pack. to redesign the cardboard pack so they you can get a seven pack. They don't have that. They don't, don't have it because we didn't make it yet. Yeah. We could just do an eight pack and put seven bottles in it. Get two or just do an eight pack. And leave an empty space? Yeah. They put trinklets in that spot? Yeah. That's where they put some like, like stickers and a holster and shit? Yeah. And a dildo. Flip-flops aren't going to fit. Yeah. A dildo would fit nicely. Yeah, it's you have to jerk it off and it puts hot sauce That's, on your fucking... This is our sponsor. What is this thing? Is that oh, someone's calling? It's my daughter. The avatar. I'm not down with those avatars. I don't like that business. I, I didn't do it. It just no. does it automatically. No. They they put them in. I don't know. So check out Oyukateco. Um, You can get it... At, if you're outside the United States, you can get it at mexgrocery.co.uk. Um, you can just Google it. The distribution's pretty good at this point. You can find it in most places. People are finding it in Australia, you know, and it doesn't even exist, and they still find it. Mm-hmm. Um, they get it in the UK, and their eyes are close together, and mm-hmm. they have trouble focusing on things. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they can What about find Asia? It, <laughs> you have everything. Where do they get it in Asia? It's hard to see because their eyes are barely open, <laughs> yes. Brad. Yeah. yeah they're good at math, though. Yeah, they figure enough. out the six bottle, seven bottle thing. They sure. figure out quick. Yeah. They can engineer it for us. <laughs> so, uh, Anyways, check it out. You can find it at most major uh, grocers. You can find it at your new grocery store. You can find it at your corner market. And if you see it in the wild at a restaurant or a mm. kind of eating establishment um, or a truck, you know, taco truck, you can find it at a taco cart. They might have it out there. Um, take a picture of it. Tag Elikoteco, tag us, um, and we may reward you because every week we give away prizes. We give a hot sack or a hot box that's got – all kinds of shit in there. It's whatever you can take of this. Usually it's a t-shirt. There's like weird shot glasses. We have keychains and stickers. And I, I try to throw shin, like some shin ramen in there most of the time. We've got hats right now. There's a cup. I don't know why you're still promoting shin ramen. They didn't want none of this. I didn't even present to them yet. I'm just oh. pre- I'm, I'm making a, Pre- a culture here. Oh. I'm, I'm lubing it. Yeah, I'm grooming them, if you will. Well, we can't have you can't have modern grub like it's good solid food and then fucking. We can. There's people that don't give a fuck about people. eating healthy. That's true. Yeah. So we that, uh, yeah. so we're providing both. Yeah. There's an unhealthy option. Yeah. And you fucking option. carb yeah. grubbers. But since you brought it up, modern grub is one of our new sponsors. You Delicious. Moderngrub.com. If you're local. Right if you're now. local. Yeah. Sorry. But if you're not local, hit them up. Not figure out, figure maybe, out some space. Yeah, maybe if they realize that there's a potential that we have a there's listenership, a that the, yeah. there are orders. If you yeah. can figure out how to get some dry ice in a box, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't, why what, you keep saying that for? 
What do you mean? Why, that's not for us to figure out. I'm saying maybe they could figure out. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to put any preemptive like things on. I it. think it's because I'm just analytical and I'm curious yeah. by nature. I'm trying to figure out how could you engineer that? What What is required? It happens that all the time. That's what you would use. Yeah, it's dry ice. Yeah, or ice. You got this. Or nothing. You got this. You can do it. I think we, they're going to be like, God damn it. Why'd you do that? Everyone's bothering us <laughs> trying to get the ship shit. We can't send that shit to Kansas. We could if you had dry ice. Australia? Yeah. I send it to Australia. Probably something we have to like. No, they don't freeze that shit. They do all those meal things and dinner things at the door. Yeah. Well, you're missing out. If you're not in Bakersfield, you should come to town just to try it out because it is delicious. Dave got a vegan cookie that changed his brain. Like mm-hmm. he paused for a second. <laughs> it did. It was like, yeah, he, had like a signal, he had signal yeah. loss. He just yeah. sat there kind of in a daze. And not for the show. It wasn't for entertainment purposes. No. It was just the three of us up there. Yes. And he ate that cookie and was just kind of just dazed. Like he was surprised. You could tell. Was. You yeah. could tell. It was a moment of surprise. He didn't expect tell. it to be that good. Yeah, his though. flavor receptors were mm-hmm. fucking going off yeah. yeah yeah he thought someone was tricking him there must be yeah. butter in this or something yeah like what <laughs> you, he did have that like wait motherfucker. Yeah, yeah the face was like vegan? no no fucking yeah. way yeah so but they have uh you know they got something for everyone um it's just clean eating there's no added salt or preservatives um it's gluten-free mm-hmm. soy-free mm-hmm. preservative free all the stuff slave-free the, there's no slaves they didn't put any slaves in there no, no, no slaves not. in no it slaves. At all. We're walking that line early. We're doing it. This is show two. Well, we're walking that line. Quick, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. So yeah. we haven't inserted any dicks yet. Yeah, it's gonna go. There goes one right there. The first no, dick. Yeah, that, that, that was separate. That was separate. Oh. Yeah, there's a line that was not included. Was just yet. next to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna do it. It's not gonna be me. Oh, you think it's so? It's gonna be you <laughs> so? for sure. I'm tempted to do it right now just to get it over with. Let the anticipation. Yeah, next week will be fucking be a hard on. Yeah, if you're gonna put something in your mouth, make it modern grub. I didn't do it quite yet. Um, it's delicious. Um, you can get it at eatmoderngrub.com. Um, they can, I mean, I put white meat in my mouth today. Yeah, you did. So I, I did had, too. Yeah. Mine was chicken. Yours Mine was, was different, chicken, but yeah. oh, you're chicken. Too? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but they'll learn to love it. They'll learn to love us. Yeah. And if you're out there and you're not in Bakersfield, um, engage, go out there and show them some love for us though. Um, help them get some yeah. followers, uh, help them get some likes. Um, just comment that it's delicious and you wish you had it. And then, uh, you know, tag us if you're over there. Yeah. Don't spam the shit out of them or anything, but yeah. you know, you can mention us. You can say, Hey, Sofa King podcast sent me, um, wish you guys were in Kansas or wherever the fuck it is that you're trying to get that stuff. So, um, check that out. Also check I out. I have print- their pina in my mouth. Earlier. Yeah, you did. You did their pina pasta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be Brent. <laughs> yeah. I did. I had, I had pina pasta uh, in my yeah. mouth earlier. Yeah. You did a little bit of, yeah, <clears throat> we made it. We, we made it. it. We made it. We made it. it. We're moving yeah. on. Uh, no, Printedcheap.com. You get printed goods and stickers um, that will withstand 109 degrees Fahrenheit in the city of Bakersfield, bouncing off the asphalt onto the back of your car yes. for quite some time. For years, in fact, yeah. it's yes. pretty impressive. And you can use code Soaking Podcast to save some money when you order those from Printdirtcheap.com. Also, check out Two Day Banners. Um, if you need a banner for a business or kids soccer team or your band or your podcast, whatever you're looking for, um, and you need it quick because you forgot to take care of that shit, you can get it real quick. You can get it in 48 I hours. I should order one. Yeah, absolutely. Our booth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do it. Um, so Two Day Banners and use code Sofaking Podcast. You can even use our code to save some money. When I'm just going to yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. I'm, use, I'm just going to get a Bruce yeah. Banner. There you go. That's it. That's We're actually works fitting, for you. Actually. It's yeah, it would. You could yeah. do it. Comic books. Yeah. Yeah. 
That'd be funny. Um, so check that out. Also check out Jimmy D's Tees at JimmyD'sTees.com and across social media. Um, he does silk screening. He's done it for us, and you can get those goods at SofaKingPodcast.com forward slash shop. Also check out what's late. It's 915. Is that Come the latest? On, keep going. Latest ever. Jesus Christ. Um, check out uh, SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. Use the code SofaKing to save some money. Check out Retro Vague and check out Mindframe Podcast across all listening platforms. That is all I got. Now, if you're on Reddit, go to our forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we're at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Britain, Sofa King Dave. Don't be retarded. Mm-hmm.